Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Music, please. Beautiful, man. Oh, yeah. I hear you, baby. What is going on back there? Diamond Dallas Page, that's right, and you're listening to Tony Bruno as we slide into the night. Good God. I know him. I know him. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Mommy, Tony, he's a beast. Here is Tony yet are we live are we live Robert yes we are how come I can't see nothing I'm not sure why you can't see nothing everybody else can see something as a former Fox host who was fired many many years ago once said we'll do it live okay we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks yes it does And of course, now many years later, 
more Fox people are hitting the road. But they get lovely parting gifts, unlike many other people who work hard and then are said, are told to say goodbye and we mutually agree to part ways. So I don't need to have any benefits for Bill O'Reilly and even Tucker Carlson and all these other people. They choose to move on, but what they have is millions and millions of dollars in the bizank. So don't worry about those people. Worry about yourself, and more, more importantly, worry about me. And what, Robin? Robin, yes. I had that on earlier. It didn't go on. What yes. did I do wrong? I even had the screen set and everything, man. Let me put the shades down here. Hang on, let me put the shades down here. There we go. All right, good evening, everybody. Hello, wherever you are. It's, it's the last Friday in April. Can you believe that, Robin? Do you realize we are one-third through the year? One-third through 2023 already. And it's Arbor Day. Did you hug a tree today? I humped a tree earlier today. It was pretty hot. I had beautiful flowers. I went out there. I got a little frisky. I smelled the beautiful smell of the flowers blooming here in Florida, as they do all year long. But anyway, Miss Robin is in the house. We're in the house. We've got, we got all kinds of stuff on a Friday. I mean, it's really a major sports weekend. you got the NFL draft. Do you realize that? The NFL draft is continuing tonight. And when you hear this sound, that means the commissioner is no longer walking up and doesn't give a shit about rounds two and three <laughs> or four through seven tomorrow night. He did his thing last night in the first round of the draft. The bro hugs, the suits, who was wearing the better clothing, What's wrong with my shirt? That's, that's what the NFL draft is all about now. They actually now have a breakdown of who wore the... And what's the term now for clothing? What do you mean, what's the term? It used to be, you know, sharp threads, sharp-dressed men. But apparently now there's a new terminology that they use to describe get-ups. Really? Yeah. Drip? Rock and Reese's yes, drip? Yes, drip. It's the really? drip. It's the drip? I thought the drip was when you had some sort of uh, STD and you wanted to go get checked. What the hell is the drip? The, the drip is not good. <laughs> the drip is when you're in a hospital room and you're getting the IV. All right? The drip is... <laughs> I'm sorry. The drip is when your penis is, has that little thing dripping or a woman is starting to get wet down there. That could be a drip, too. No, Usually that's moist. It's a drip. That's it's moist. a moisture thing. And, you know... Uh, <laughs> The drip. That's... Somebody explain to me. Now listen, I know I'm an older Where dude. Where the hell did the but drip I, I come from? But I stay up to date on the trending shit. You know, even though my Twitter account is now in its second month, almost a complete two-month ban of a permanent ban. My ban's the only permanent ban since women were getting perms back in the 70s. And some are still are to this day, Robin. Were you a big perm? I tried it <laughs> twice. Uh, one, I mean... The, by the second time, I should have known better, but I did try the perm uh, the first time, and I had like a major fro going. I was like in junior high, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of hair, as you well know, and I had even more back then, and and it was it was, and I had braces at the same time, and I had a horrible perm that was frizzy and went out to here, and then I I had the oh it was it was yeah, not but there, a I get look. chicks getting the perm, but the big thing back in the seventies was. Men getting perms. Oh, my dad had a perm. Baseball Th- players. Way I got a perm. And these are white dudes. I'm not talking about yeah. the brothers with the froze. I mean, the froze were natural, but the perms on white people, that wasn't the drip. No. 
So anyway, well, my dad got a perm because he said that it, it made him. It was easier for him to play tennis because his hair didn't get plastered down. And yes, I see what Lee wrote. So anyway, the drip. If someone can explain the drip, please let me know. I had prostate issues earlier. I know what a drip is, okay? <laughs> of all the things that you could have decided to go with to, to call like a cool getup, a drip is not one of them. And I noticed that it's not even that before it was like, you know, the beautiful suits. And I get that. And it's nice to see guys dress up. You know, it's a big night when you're getting drafted in the NFL. But it's no longer the three-piece or four-piece suits. Now it's just like an outlandish jacket, which is cool. I have outlandish jackets. And then they wear like jeans and some sneakers. And that's the drip. You know what I'm saying? I have the drip, says Lee, but he's taking penicillin. And most people take penicillin. Unless you have the drip that is now, you see the penicillin, there are many, many of these, uh, what do you call them? What are these? They're, they're bacteria-resistant drugs now. And a lot of them have to do with STDs. Just ask my friends down not too far from here at the villages Ugh. in Florida. You talk about the drip. The drip is constant. It's like having a faucet that you can't shut off and you hear that in the bathroom. Uh-huh. You know, when you hear that sink dripping and dripping That's and like dripping. That's Chinese water torture. Lee says he was at Lou Turks last night. The $500 private dance wasn't working. Anyway, enough about the drip. We got the second round underway, and ladies and gentlemen, they are ready. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers wasted no time in taking the best available Georgia player still on the board, Broderick Jones, another big offensive lineman. So if you're keeping score at home, every member of the Georgia football team has now been drafted in the first and second, first pick of the second round. The entire team has been drafted, most of them by the Philadelphia Eagles, who have half of the Georgia players, and now the, uh, your Pittsburgh, uh, actually Pittsburgh's on the clock. Did they make a trade? Did they make a trade or did they make the pick? They're still on the clock, so they didn't make the pick. I'm sorry, this was going back to, to round one, the, fi- the final pick, I guess, of round one. So anyway, I was wrong. Broderick Jones. So the entire Georgia team was taken in the first round. The second round, the new uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still on the clock. If you're scoring, and uh, you are not Broderick Bunk, not Broderick Bunkley's hairdo, hair. So I'm not going to blame the hip hop community for drip. If someone can explain where drip came from, and I know it's probably a hip hop thing. You know, a lot of stuff starts in the hip hop world. You know, I'm an OG gangster, so I'm familiar with most of the terminology from back in the day. But there's nothing, there's no logic in in what, is that in the Urban Dictionary, Robin? Can you, I'm going to look it up right now. So Urban Dictionary. Before drip. we go on, yes. I might have I some disappointing news, Tony. We have disappointing news? Yes. What? Breaking news. So, <laughs> Jeremy Roenick uh, just sent me a facepalm emoji saying he got a new phone and for whatever reason it is not linking up to no filter are you kidding me yes jeremy ronick who was scheduled to appear on this program to break down without a doubt forget the nba playoffs forget early season baseball forget the xfl playoffs for all you dc defenders and uh 
Uh, and the two teams in Texas that are good teams in the Washington, the D.C. team, at least D.C. has one good football team, your XFL. D.C. Defenders. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the XFL. We got the USFL, the SFL, the NFL draft. Anything you want. What can you get for $10 tonight? If it's a Friday night and you don't have anything going on, you know what you can get for, uh, I'd say $10, Robin. You know what you can get? Mm-hmm. What do we get for $10? Everything you want. Everything. 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 Exactly right. And that's all we want. And with everything for that $10, you also get the drip. Now, I looked up drip, okay? And there's actually a, a, vis- a video an official, uh, an official video by E40 featuring OGZ. So we have video. So let's play the video, Robin, because won't people... Uh, actually, this is pretty old. This is from last year. So Cardi B did a video called Drip back in 2018. How did it take from 2018 to now to use the term drip in the vernacular of the National Football League draft? Robin, I just asked ask questions, that's all. You can get turbocharged for $10. You're absolutely right you can. You just say, hey, Joe Biden, you're running for president again. What are you going to do now that you've run again, that you've announced you're running oh, again? Wait. What's okay. the matter, Robin? Hold on a second. I think I just was able to get Jeremy on. Hang oh, on. wow. But I'm doing it through. Wow. Yeah, WAP used to be the thing, right? Wet-ass pussy. That's what WAP meant, right? We went from wet-ass pussy to drip. Drip. Can you give me a little uh, Hold on. Cardi B drip, though, before Jeremy gets in here? That was, that, that was funny. There he that is. Ladies and gentlemen, he said he had a new phone. He said he couldn't get into No Filter, even though he's a part of the family and one of the ambassadors. He is there tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on a big night. We welcome him in. The man who has a, he has the... Jeremy Roenick's curse still alive heading into action this weekend. The great JR. How are you, buddy? Amazing. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hi, Robin. Good to be with you guys. Sorry, I am having trouble. I do have a new phone. And yes, I have been. My shows on No Filter have slowed down. But at some point when my life start stops uh, a little bit and slows down, you know, I'll be back on with you. But anyway, great to be with you guys. This is awesome. And yes, the J.R. Jinx continues in Toronto because they fucking blew it again last <laughs> night. Wait a minute. Toronto is up tomorrow night, Jeremy, in Tampa no, Bay. No. no, no. You remember what happened last year, Tony? Last year, same old shit happens. <laughs> they're up 3-1, and they go, they're at home. They can close tr- Tampa Bay out. They choke, and they lose in game five. Then they go back to Tampa, and you can't give the Tampa Bay Lightning a chance. The Stanley Cup champions back-to-back and all the stuff that they've done over the last six years in the National Hockey League and think that you're going to win in Tampa. They lose game six last year, and what happens? Their asses pucker up. They go back home. They lose game seven. This is like deja vu all over again. What is it? What's Bill Murray's uh, movie? 
Groundhog Day. Yes. It's happening again, and you can't tell me everybody in Toronto has their asses so puckered up you can cut diamonds right now. <laughs> I thought it was the old line, you can drive a, you can drive a, a pin. You can't drive a pin in into, with, a, with a ball-peen hammer. It, That's how tight these sphincters are in, in Toronto. Insert, eh? in, insert a piece of coal, and you're going to get a diamond. <laughs> That's how Robin got her diamond on her engagement ring. It was a Toronto Maple Leaf <laughs> fan yeah. who had a, the, the sphincter was so tight that it squeezed out a beautiful diamond, hey, by, which is now her story. engagement ring. But, by the way, you got, a, you, got, you, got a, you got a good deal on that one, I bet. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so now explain to people who don't know your, your involvement in the Toronto Blue Jays' dismay no, over Maple the Leafs. years and Maple years Leafs. and years. Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs. Blue I said, Jays what did baseball. I say? Blue, I'm sorry, the Maple Leafs, obviously. Yeah. We're talking That's hockey okay. here. Yeah. Um, well, 2004 with the Flyers, which, by the way, was uh, probably one of the best, if not the best team I was ever, ever associated with. Um, and probably my best chance to win a Stanley Cup was that team in 2004. I mean, Mark Recchi, uh, John LeClaire, Keith Primo, Tony Amonti, yep. Alex Jamnoff. I mean, we had a bomb of a team. And we're in the second round of, uh, of the NHL playoffs, and it is game six. And we're up 3-2 in game six in Toronto, and it goes into overtime. And I, I snipe one past Eddie Balfour's shoulder, probably one of my most, my most favorite goals that I ever scored. Scoring against the Toronto Maple Leafs, number one, but my good old buddy and ex-teammate Eddie Balfour. And knocked, the, knocked Toronto Maple Leafs out of the playoffs. And they have not won a playoff series since that goal. And How that about that? 2004. Huh? How about yep. that? How many people know that? They should if you know hockey. I, I remember I'm, that I'm, game. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get as many people to realize <laughs> as I can with every, every time they lose. <laughs> so you're, you, you want, do you want the jinx, uh, the, the Jeremy Roenick jinx, the curse to continue? Would you, would you like to see them win? Again, you know, I like I like Tampa Bay. I feel bad for the Blue. I mean, the Maple. I keep saying Blue. I feel bad for the Maple Leafs fans. You talk about long suffering fans. I mean, they've suffered a long, long time, man. Well, listen, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of split. Okay, so I, yes, I do like to see th- this team struggle, and I was the last person that that you know that really started this whole thing. So I'd like to see that continue because it's part of my legacy. But I, I am a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. I do. I love the fans there. I have a lot of friends in Toronto who are huge fans that, you know, have been waiting for this team to do something special. So I, I do want it for them. You know, I don't feel bad for – I definitely don't feel bad for Tampa. They're, 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 obviously, they have the riches of, of Stanley Cups and playoffs and played more games than anybody in, in NHL over the last six years. But uh, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Toronto pull this off. Yeah, and they got a chance to do it. On the road in Game Six, and they win that, then they're going to the next round. But what's interesting is that there's only one team that's advanced to the semifinals so far, and that is one of the most remarkable franchise stories in the history of expansion teams and everything else: the Vegas Golden Knights. How about this team? What they've done? They missed the playoffs last year, and then they fire a coach and bring in the guy from Boston, who then takes them back to the playoffs again. Mm. Yeah, it's, and it's an exciting team to watch, and it's an exciting place to watch a game. I don't know if any of you or anybody listening has seen a game in Las Vegas, but I would highly, highly recommend it. It is one of the most entertaining places to watch a hockey game. It's Vegas, though. It's like one big nightclub, yep. plus the team plus the team puts on a great, great, um, a great quality of hockey on the ice, which is awesome. 
And I, I've been watching these games. I mean, Boston the other day had a chance to lock it up and beat Florida, and they they choked with an absolute one of the worst goaltending decisions I've seen in in, in, in playoff hockey in a long time. With Allmark just throwing the puck, going you know, literally throwing it away from his own teammate and choking in overtime, which is could come back to haunt them. You don't want to give another team any opportunity to get back into a series, which Toronto, which Toronto did, which. Um, Colorado did. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Colorado could have beat Seattle. Here's another expansion, just gem of a team. This Seattle Kraken, oh. only in their second, only in their second season right now, and that building is as alive and as exciting. And the team is in the playoffs in their second year. And I'm telling you, I think they're going to knock off the Stanley Cup champions uh, at home. I think they're going to do it. Yeah, and that's the uh, fourth game tonight, and Seattle is the only team playing at home in a closeout game tonight. So they win at home, they advance to the next round, and uh, Colorado gets eliminated in four games. But you're right, Seattle's been amazing. You know, how about Dallas? Uh, at Minnesota, they're in Minnesota tonight, and the Dallas Stars. You talk about a team that a couple of years ago, people had ah, the Stars. They had a draft in 2017, and those young players that they took then, they're starting to mature now. And you watch the, and you'd watch it. You watch hockey all the time. This oh, team yeah. is gelling, man, and they are they are a fun team to watch. Well, they're actually my pick to win the Stanley Cup this year, um, and it's, it's it's funny you say that. I, I've seen this team play in person. Um, they are big. They are fast. They are strong. They can play defense. They have a great goaltender. If they can get Joe Pavelski back in the lineup because he's such a big piece of their puzzle, uh, he is one of their leaders and one of their top top snipers and playmakers and penalty killers. And one, just if they can get him back, uh, I think there's no there's no question that to me Dallas is the odds on favor, even with how Boston played all year, getting 65 wins. What Boston did and what Boston just did in their last game at home, letting Florida back in, disappointed me to 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 no to to no no belief to tell you the truth. And I will say, Dallas Dallas has you know is is up against a tough team in, in Minnesota, but they get past this round, and I think their confidence is going to going to rise. That Joe, Joe uh, Pavelski is going to be back and. Their goaltender, Ottinger, is a playoff machine. So you look out for this team, Dallas Stars. Back to Boston, because we've seen this before. I mean, Boston had one of the most amazing seasons of all time. And we saw it with the Flyers. We saw it with Tampa Bay. We've seen it with the Sharks in San Jose. You win the President's Cup, Cup, best record, home ice throughout the entire thing. And then all of a sudden, as you mentioned, Finkter is tightening up. You know, the difference between an eight seed and a one seed in playoff times, pretty much goes out the window, right? I mean, if you're the eighth seed and you're playing a one seed, and we've seen it before, is Boston now feeling the pressure a little bit? I mean, they're such a great team. I mean, there's nothing they didn't do this year that was amazing. Well, of course, of course, you're going to have huge pressure as a team that did what Boston did, and everybody's expecting them to continue. Um, and 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 Florida has no pressure; they can just go play and 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 try to be the spoilers and and embarrass Boston. So for them, they're motivated into that aspect. But everybody expects Florida to lose. What I see, which is kind of strange, I'm going to say something that's probably going to be very controversial. No, are we going to get banned? Are we we going to get canceled from No Filter Network or any other media organization? (laughs) No, because it's me, you, and and Robin. It's a flip side. It's a flip side. Don't worry about it. I can't ask you questions about it. I actually asked you one the other day when we were talking on the phone, uh, the term broad. 
And I don't know yeah. why it's not used anymore. We were talking about uh, some sort of a record, and I said, I'm a broad jumper myself. And I said, is yeah, that considered listen. non-politically correct? Because, you know, broad jumping is an Olympic event, right? Yeah. Hey, listen, I can handle it. I have broad shoulders. Don't worry about it. I can handle it. Um, uh, but... So here, so here, here, here's my controversial statement, and I'm sure if, if it gets out, people will talk about it. I, I just feel that in these playoffs, I'm watching the refereeing, and I've, I've been so disappointed in the, in the calls that these guys are making, uh, the way that they're refing these games, the ticky-tack calls, um, and it seems that some of these teams that are favored – are getting more penalties or at least worse penalty calls against than the teams that are not favored. And that would be the Florida, the Florida Panthers, the um, Seattle Kraken, the, um, the, the, uh, um, the LA Kings, these mm-hmm. teams are getting, they're getting calls. And it almost seems like the league wants these series to go longer like, um, like it's almost it's, it's it just seems to me that I mean they they suspended Kale McCarr for a little bit of a late hit in a loud building, mm-hmm. and they gave him a game misconduct for interference. Like, are you shitting me? Like, and Kale McCarr is such a huge part of that team. It just seems to me, and I I might be just just being crazy, but would it be crazy to think that hey, listen, Colorado won their won their cup. We have a new team in the in the league, Kraken, a new city. Get them excited, get them more playoff money. Show the league how good it is by having an expansion team coming in and beating the Stanley Cup champions in the first round. It just seems that some of these teams um, that should be losing are getting preferential calls by the referees. Now, I'm going to get a lot of shit about that from the referees, but the referees have been. Not very good so far in these playoffs, especially in overtime. I've never seen more penalties called in overtime in my life than I've seen this year. Jeremy Roenick joining us. There are people jumping in here who want to have a question. One yes, of them is including, online. including Zach Boychuk, who's listening in on this. So, Oh, I love Boyd. I love Zach. What a great, what a great dude. Man. I hated playing against him. Let's get, let's get some hockey on hockey talk here now. Zach, uh, you're well, on with Jeremy. Actually, before Wait, before he comes on, on, we have another we have another speaker who has a question. Ronald, um, let's see, Ronald Saracino or Saracino? Saracino, Saracino. Or if uh, if you're in Italy, so correct way. <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you for letting me on. Secondly, uh, two questions for for Jr. and a statement. I'll start with the statement. You, you were pal around with Madonna. I'm a Sabre fan. I heard you on the show say Madonna is the best player, American. JR, by far, pound for pound, weight for weight, fighting, toughness, scoring. You're the baddest American that ever put on a uniform. I love you. I don't care how you pronounce your name. I hope I meet you in person so I can argue. Thank you so well, much. That's so nice of you to say that. Thank you. Dude, you were a brawler. You were, you were bad. He made You're hockey bad great again. Jeremy Roenick made hockey great again long before anybody was saying to make anything great again anymore. All right. <laughs> uh, now, now, now the two questions. The first question, I have two of your jerseys when you went to Arizona from day one with the gold for kids on the sleeves. Not the remakes. I've been trying to get them autographed since then. Wondering how I can make that happen. 
And then a, a legit question to turn back the time. There was a game in Chicago with the brawl. Stu Grimson lost it, lost his jersey, lost everything, <laughs> went nuts, was trying to kill anyone, refs, his own players, anybody. I want to know what sent the Grim Reaper off like that. Uh, so, number one, do you, uh, uh, number one, we're going to give you my email. Let me make sure Robin is going to give you my email so that you can Incredible. email me. So that you can send me that jersey, so I can sign it for you. So that's number now one. Now you're not going to sell them. Are you? Now you're not going to go sell them at some. Uh, ah, let him sell them. Let him sell them. This guy does Who not cares? sound Don't like he's. Uh, a no. <laughs> he I have. Um, I have over. I have over 400 hockey jerseys. That's yeah. my main thing. I got my family in my car with me. They know the one thing I'm going to do. My favorite players getting them autographed. I love that. That's Beautiful, awesome. Man. Well, let, let me let me tell you about. Let me tell you a little bit about Stu Grimson. Stu Grimson was a born-again Christian, and he was uh, very God-fearing, and he was one of the nicest men in the world. The only problem with what, how he grew up was he, his, his, his best trait was being a fighter. And he knew that, that being in the league, he couldn't be in the league to be a goal scorer, so the only way he was going to be in the league is being a fighter. And trust me, Stu Grimson went through many, many nights of not sleeping before we played St. Louis, before we played Detroit, before we played Minnesota, because he knew that those games that he was going to have to drop his gloves and fight somebody. And he would always sit on the bench. And when something happened on the ice to either me, Michelle Goulet, Steve Larmer, if someone took liberties on us, Stu would just put his head down and, and disgust and fear knowing or, or disappointment, knowing that Mike Keenan was going to come put his hand on Stu Grimson's shoulder and say, Stu, go do your thing. And um, something must have happened to either the one of the three of us for Stu to go out there and pretty much take care of the whole team and say, if you're going to mess with our best players, I'm going to make sure I kick the piss out of every single one of yours. And that's the way Stu Grimson was. He hated the fight, but he did what he had to do because that's how he stayed in the league. That's how he stayed in the game. And he literally would look at somebody and say, okay, we're going to go. We're going to fight. I'm sorry, my friend, but we have to fight. And the guy goes, I'm not fighting you, Stu. And Stu goes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, but you have to. And he, and, and he would fight, and they would fight. And then Stu would, Stu would go in the penalty box and say, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Stu Grimson for you. That is great. Yeah, that's old-time hockey, you know. Old time hockey. All right, yep, buddy. We'll get, you the, we'll get you the email address yeah, Ronald, so Jeremy just, can sign the, the Ronald, autograph. Just, I'm, I'm following you now. Just DM me and I'll get it to you, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. I love you, JR, man. Thank you. Keep, thank you, my keep friend. Keep going on that Sabres blog, Quickcast. You, got, oh, you make you. it great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. After the whistle, every Wednesday. Beautiful, oh, man. Yeah. Beautiful. By the way, awesome. let me get people updated here on the NFL draft. The Islanders have scored, by the way, in a game that yeah, they Cal, uh, obviously— Cal, Cal Clutterbuck just absolutely sniped one top shelf on, on Freddie Anderson. One of the best goals I think Cal Clutterbuck ever scored. And the Islanders, of course, at home, facing elimination tonight against your Carolina Hurricane with another former Flyer great doing a great job coaching that team. Is he not? Unbelievable. He, Rod Brindamore is truly one of the, the best coaches that this, this league has seen in a long time. Not only because of the way he treats his players, but his, his mentality of the game, the toughness that he played with. 
his the way he brings people into the into his realm and makes them feel like part of the team. I love Rod Brindamore, and I've 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 admired him since we were roommates in the pre-draft New Jersey Devils pre-draft um, uh, camp that we did together. He was my roommate. Wow! I looked like I I I looked like I should have been because I was 150 pounds. I looked like I should have been in preschool. He looked he looked like a dot like a like a Greek Adonis. Like a, <laughs> he, he had a body he had a body of a 25 year old at at 17. It was unbelievable. And so he was a guy. I, not I only he was a great player, Jr. As you know, but he he can also mix it up. He never he never he never stood down from anybody. I mean, he was nope. he was a real gamer Amazing. man, and he is doing a great job yeah. in Carolina. He, he really is. You know, I was drafted eighth overall. He was drafted ninth overall. And you know, between the two of us, we scored almost a thousand goals between the two of us, which says a lot about the, those two picks. Wow. Now Zach Boychuk has joined us as a speaker now. So Zach, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for, for having me on. I'm just watching the game and, and listening What's to you up, guys. What's up, Zach? How, how do you feel about your old team, man? They're good. looking good. I mean, every year they have a great regular season. They just can't get over that hump. So I'm hoping this year they can they can go on quite a run. Well, I, I'll tell you a story. So I, about a month and a half ago when, they were, when the Islanders were on their West Coast swing to finish the season, uh, a, a lot of them had, they had two days off in San Francisco and San Jose. And, um, I met, about, I met 13 of them at the Cal club to play golf. And, um, we had some awesome conversations and every single one of them, like per, per player said the same thing. They said, we have the best goaltender in the game in this Sorokin kid. And I mean, every single one said, you know, if we're going to win, Sorokin's going to be the, the guy. Is, are you seeing that same thing with this kid? Because he's playing out of his mind these last two days. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried for Carolina. I think if he you know, really starts shutting the door, it's going to make this series interesting. And the series has been closer than, than when it was 3-1. But obviously now 3-2 back on the island. Um, I'm sure Roddy's going to have him go tonight. They probably got through all their workouts and, and everything after the games and after the losses. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Work done and, and now uh, they need a big win tonight. Well, not only are the Islanders uh, sweating a little bit up on Long Island, how about the Rangers back home tomorrow night against those pesky Devils, man? I mean, that's an unbelievable series there, too. Yeah, I, the, the, New York, I, what, I, the New York Rangers are baffling me. I mean, obviously, they go into New Jersey. They take the first two. Then they go back to back to Madison Square Garden, and it seemed like they just took they just took their foot off the gas in game. I think in game three, which was a close game, it was an overtime game, which is you know, both goaltenders are great. But I'll tell you what: in game four, New something happened to New Jersey. And Zach, I'd like to hear your if you saw that game, what you thought. But New Jersey made New York Rangers look like high schoolers. Like they couldn't keep up. New York was was fumbling the puck. They were making terrible decisions. They were running into each other. They had bad coverage. The Jersey Devils and 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 Jack Hughes just absolutely uh, just made them look stupid. And, that, and then going back home, 
just absolutely manhandled them again. I, I think the Rangers are done. I don't, I don't think they can keep up with the Devils. And I think the Devils have, have really found their stride and found their key to beating that team. And that's all out speed. And the Rangers can't control it. And the interesting thing is, you know, we talk about home ice, and it's not like it used to be back in the old barns where the, you know, the arenas made a big difference. The Auden Buffalo, you know, the original Boston Garden, you know, all the great barns back in the day. But now you got the Rangers losing back-to-back games at Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's to me, is the big story of this series. Yeah, it just seemed like the first two games kind of went so easy for them, and then maybe they thought it was going to continue that way, and they were going to do well at home, but now I think it's tightened up quite a bit. The, the Devils are are a solid team. They're, they're getting lots of shots on net, and I think you know the, the stats are pointing towards the Devils. They've always been a good Corsi team, and uh, I could really see. I think the Rangers will come out big next game, and it does seem like all the road teams are winning right now, so... You never know what's going to happen in that series, but yeah, you know, really what, you know, you know what kind of disappoints me a little bit, and what I'm kind of surprised about. Um, you know, their big acquisition, obviously Patrick Kane, who I'm a big fan of, who I again, who I feel is one of the best players, in, you know, over the last 15 years in the in the world. Uh, he seems he seems lost out there. He seems it, the, the, this pace that New Jersey has has picked up. Uh, every time Patrick touches the puck, somebody is on him, and he's he's ineffective. You know, the, Patrick Kane is one of the guys that they need to to put some more offense into this series because he's been he's been pretty much neutralized in a big way, especially especially the last three games. Not so much in in New Jersey, where New Jersey was was caught flat footed in the first two games, but the last three games, Patrick Kane looks like he's lost out on the ice right now and you know Panarin every time he gets a puck he's getting he's getting mauled every time Zibanejad touches the puck he's getting he's getting mauled the Jersey Devils are doing such a good job at frustrating their top players yep. and I think Patrick Kane Patrick Kane right now has to find a way to battle through the speed that New Jersey is throwing at him yeah I agree with Kevin Howe on our stream tonight he's you know, he does. He looks done. Now, remember, this guy's been around for a while, and I remember he was always that guy when you talked about, we got to get we got to get this guy, and it's Patrick Kane. How many teams tried to get him? He winds up on the Rangers, obviously, as a Hall of Fame player. But you're right. At this juncture of his career, he looks like there's not much left in the tank. Yeah, I, I think when some guys switch teams, it, it always takes a bit of an adjustment, and some guys do well, and some guys don't. And he's... He's kind of be got to be that go-to guy, and there's just so many guys there with the Rangers, with Panarin, and and everybody. But there's there's definitely other guys that need to be playing better too. But um, I wouldn't count out Kane yet. I think he's got a few years left. But he's he's got that alpha. He's got to be the guy wherever he is. Yeah, he's only 34. He's only 34, but it seems like he's been around forever, man. I think I think Kane is 36. Is he 36 or 35 now? He's 30, 34. He's 34. Um, amazing. You know, it's listen, it's he's he is he, if anybody can find a way to get it done, he will, but you know, he's not the fastest of skaters. He's got to I think he's just got to use his his position and and he has, he's got to be a little bit quicker to the decision. He's not going to have as much time. You know, he he was playing in Chicago for all year. Yeah, fifteen not, not years playing, in the league. Not, it's unbelievable. Not playing, not, not playing a good brand of hockey in Chicago. So now he's in the playoffs, and it's a different story right now. And I think Patrick is kind of 
he's 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 a little he's a little in awe of the speed that the devils are throwing at him but you know I, i'm curious you know listen i said hey zach listen I, I played against you i've watched you play a lot and you know you were fantastic defenseman had a big shot you were tough played the game great so i applaud you on on a great career but what's it what was it like what's it like playing in the island because it seems like their fans are just absolutely rabid and if this game goes to you know to the next game uh i can see that place just being absolutely off its ear like loud yeah, that's actually my third cousin, uh, Johnny Boychuk, you're thinking of. Oh, jeez, not Johnny. That's your cousin. <laughs> why, why, did I think, why did I think it was you? Holy but, fuck. Yeah. You have a few by the way, by, hey, hey, by, the way, by the way I'm, drinking, I'm drinking my whiskey right now, so I think I might be a little drunk, which is the problem. It always helps oh, when the God. playoffs are on. When you're not playing. Jeremy, but, is, okay, that, so, is oh, that why you had a hard time signing into Twitter before? You're like, it's uh, not working. Uh, so listen, so Zach, I, so, I, so I can ask you, what, you know, what, what's it like having a guy like your, like, like your cousin, like, was your brother, your cousin you said it was? He's third cousin. He's actually not related, but I call him my Holy shit. <laughs> then I was really far off. This is a great show right now. This is awesome. I love it. Yes, it is. This is fantastic. By the way, you I saw Boomer Esiason said uh, on his show that uh, I think they got damaged goods with Patrick Kane. Something's wrong with him phys- physically. He's not healthy. Do you see that? No, I I don't think so. Um, I don't. I, I just, I really think that, I mean, I, I think Boomer's probably trying to stir the pot and create something more than it is. I mean, Patrick, Patrick didn't really have a, uh, have a crazy season in Chicago. I mean, it seemed like every, every game he was out by himself and there's nobody else to help him. They lost every game. It didn't seem like the team was very enthralled, but um, I've seen Patrick play before. He's playing this kind of the same type of game, but the game's faster in the playoffs. He can't play regular season pace in the playoffs. And, you know, it's been a couple of years since Patrick's been in the playoffs. And, you know, the game's changed a little bit over the last couple of years. It's faster. It's even faster than when he was in the playoffs a couple of years ago with Chicago. So, you know, I think he's, he's got he's to gotta, he's gotta adapt to the speed, and he hasn't been able to do that yet. Hey, Jeremy, I know that you have dinner reservations. Um, do you have to? No, mind? I'm good. No, I'm good. You're no, good. I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. I, we, yeah, we had, we, had, we had dinner before. So my oh, mom fantastic. made a great dinner. Made a great dinner for me. We're sitting here watching the Islanders game, and we got all the time in the world. Beautiful. Awesome. Do you, what, is so, it still one nothing? Because I don't have my TV on yep. here tonight. There's too many yep. games I got to be watching. Well, we have we have another yep. question on Twitter Spaces by Tomcat. Tomcat, if you just click on your microphone. Tomcat, is that I, that's a stripper I once knew. <laughs> What's her first name? Tomcat, the barber from Buffalo. Yeah, oh, how you doing? The guys? barber from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be so a good one. That, anybody from Buffalo is okay by me. All right. Awesome, man. Yeah, I know you know about Buffalo, Jeremy. I know you've been here a few times. Man. <laughs> Chippewa Street, maybe. Oh, yeah. So anyway. oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, be there. I'll be there probably the end of the summer, too. With my, with my awesome, box. yeah. Hang out with Razor maybe a little bit, or yeah. Jeremy wasn't so, even uh, born when I was at the Odd in Buffalo in the, in the 1975 Stanley or 74 <laughs> Stanley Cup winning night in the odd when the flyers won the cup and i came back on the team charter sitting next to the stanley cup on the way back to philly from buffalo how about that jeremy you didn't know that story did you i i didn't i didn't but that odd was one hell of a building to play in it was you know, oh, yeah. one of those old one of those old buildings a small rink 
You know, the that locker rooms were awful. You had to check your helmets for cockroaches before you put it the on. Tunnels, there was a you know? tunnel system yeah. through there. And remember the yeah, legendary fog yeah. games because it got hot yeah. and then the building yeah, couldn't the handle fog. it. And they had yeah. to bring in bats to yeah. clear the fog from the, from the arena. Yeah. No. Yeah, we had we had to skate around at certain times <laughs> to get the the fog to lift and get the movement in the air out there. And I, me- I remember I had one of my best games there. I sniped four goals one night in in, in Buffalo. It was just a pretty pretty awesome event. <clears throat> so yeah, I just was uh, going to comment on uh, you know Lindy because you know Lindy used to be here and everything, and yeah. he always used to kind of flip flop between like you know Ryan Miller and and when Miller wasn't on, you know he'd throw in Baran. So. He's kind of done that in this series, I think, with, like, throwing in Schmied because, you know, Vanacek was off, and I think it was a great move because, I mean, the kid's, like, stellar. I mean, he's been lights out, so I want to talk about the the goalie change. It's a a great take by you. that, And I I was going to say something about Lindy Ruff, and I totally changed my mind, but you he deserves so much credit for what he's done with with this New Jersey team because starting the season, nobody – Nobody gave New Jersey any kind of odds of being the team that they were. And I think, I think Lindy's going to get the coach of the year this year. I don't mm. I think it's a no brainer, uh, even though mm. Montgomery, even though Montgomery had the 65 wins with the Boston Bruins, but you know, and I probably, I probably could have coached Boston Bruins to at least 60 wins. So um, the fact <laughs> of what Lindy has done with this team, he deserves a lot of credit and that move, putting Schmid in, putting the kid that, um, mm. you know, that was a ballsy move that turned out a, a really, really good play because this kid right now is the best goaltender in the, in, in the playoffs. I mean, he's only let up yeah. one goal in the last three games or two games, and he's just been – and you know what? The players are playing for him. They feel his excitement. I mean, a couple of years ago, he was just playing, he was just playing in the USHL, it seems, and now he's, now he's here playing in the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I, it's a great story. There's really a good story. And I think this team is going to play harder in front of him than they would um, the other guy. All right, buddy. Appreciate the call tonight from Buffalo. You got it. All right, Jeremy. Hey, good talking with you too, man. And, and you know, by the way, I, I thought you got a raw deal, man. I definitely think, uh, you know, you should get your yeah, chance again you. out there. Cause yeah. Thank you. You saw what they did to Jeremy and then what happened? NBC lost hockey. Talk about That's karma. Right. Talk about That's karma, right. Jr. No That's hockey. Right. Yeah. TNT, TBS, and ESPN getting hockey back. And what happened? I just think I think rating, I think ratings all over all over television for hockey are gone because Mike Milbury and I aren't there. That's just what I'm going to say. That's my that's my take. <laughs> well, Jeremy, we would tend to agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, Thanks, we got, we got um, and of course one the one one the one game we didn't get to, which is the final game, because as I mentioned, seven games between tonight and tomorrow night are all game sixes. And tomorrow night, you mentioned the Leafs in Tampa Bay, Jersey at MSG, which is an ABC prime time eight o'clock game on a Saturday night, and then the late game ten o'clock on TBS Edmonton at Los Angeles. The Kings are feisty, Jr. But I'm telling you, man, Edmonton looks like they found their next gear. They are just all over the place. And the Kings aren't backing down. But in that last game, it looked like the Oilers have found that stride. Yeah, they really have. There's no question about it. It's a great uh, – I think that's a great look in terms of how this series have gone. And the Kings have always been a pesky team. They've always been a team that can play you know, good defense. They now feel confident with their goaltender again. And – 
Uh, oh, Boston's down one nothing. Uh oh, Panthers up 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 on Boston. That's not a good thing. Hey, Jeremy, you just, since you mentioned that, Kevin Howe on No Filter just gave you one of the nicest compliments, saying Ronick is like the Charles Barkley of NHL. Uh, I love that man. That's so that's fantastic. That's, I, I'll take that. I'll yeah, take that. that's the best. That's the best compliment that I could have. So I thank you so much. Thanks for telling me that, Robin. Well, you know, we I love Charles, that. too, because Charles is a good friend. JR is a good friend. Yep. I love you yep. know superstar athletes who are just down-to-earth human beings. Yep. That's the thing. You know, I've been fortunate. You know, you played with all the Hall of Famers in, in your great career. I've been around hockey, basketball, high, and, you know, you talk at every sport I've been around, and I've met some of the greatest athletes of all time, thanks to my job. But Charles Barkley, to me, is the most down-to-earth superstar I've ever met. And JR in hockey, you're the same kind of guy, man. You, people think, uh, oh, he's you. untouchable. You can't go near him. You know, Charles had some issues early in his career when people tried to give him crap when he was in Philly. But the bottom line is, you know, JR, you heard a guy calls, I need my a jersey autograph. Would you do it? He finds a way to get it done, man. Yep, and Play Action Real 100%. on No Filter said, we love JR in Arizona. Uh, I love it. I love my Arizona fans. I'm... I just hope they get that building built out there and they can enjoy a real NHL building out there in Arizona. Their, their, their ownership has just been a catastrophe over the last 22 years. Yeah. And hopefully something happen, happens well there. But um, I, so I will say this about this Edmonton team, because I know that was what you talked about, Tony. Mm. I do. And I do agree. I think Edmonton has really, they are now poised and feel more confident in making a run. And when you have the best player, Mm-hmm. That's ever put on. That's ever been put on two skates, and then you have a guy like Drysidle, you know, bringing up his co-pilot. Yep. Um, and then you 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 add in Evander Kane, who's playing good. You get um, uh, Airhoff, who does, I mean, uh, you have um, Nurse in the back end. Yep. You have uh, you have you, you have a, a guy like Nugent Hopkins who had a career year this year. I think this team is going to be um, tough to beat, and the LA Kings are putting up a valiant fight. But uh, the, the, there's no question that Edmonton rolls on to the next series. I agree. Right now, I, I, to me, watching as much as I can, I think Edmonton is going to make a cup run here. I think the Edmonton Oilers will be in the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't think there's any doubt. I know you love Dallas and they're playing great, but you look at the rest of the Western Conference. You know, I mean, Seattle, good team, but are they going to make a cup run? Are they going? You know, are they going to be able to, to to battle and beat the Edmonton Oilers if that's the next matchup in the next uh, series? No, no, they won't. Um, I don't think they'll get the. I don't think they'll get the calls like they're getting right now. And I think um, uh, defensively, right now, uh, Colorado uh, offensively, Colorado is struggling a little bit. Obviously, Natushkin having his off ice problems. You had Makar was out. Um, I think the Seattle team is is going to get past this first round, but they're going to meet uh, Connor McDavid, who is. And yeah. a dry saddle that that are going to turn it up another notch, which is even scary to think that they can turn it up another notch. It's going to be impressive to watch. So the Las Vegas, you know, the Las Vegas team uh, has been amazing, and you know, don't sleep on them. But Seattle and Las Vegas are obviously newbies. But just because they're new franchises, and obviously Seattle very new, these these teams with their makeup looks like they they don't fear anyone. And and so you get into the you get into a Western Conference semifinal series. Anything can happen, or do you think that the the so-called the cream rises at this juncture once you get past the first round? Well, I, I, everything gets harder, right? And it's you know the great thing about hockey is the parity is so it's so good. I mean, any team can beat any team in any given night, and we've seen that now. I mean, how many road games 
Um, have we seen road teams win hockey games in these playoffs? Mm-hmm. It's like home ice advantage doesn't mean anything anymore because they're, the teams are so evenly matched. And all these kids, all these kids can skate. All these kids can shoot. All these kids can, you know, can do all the, the you know, the talented stuff. And um, it's literally the difference between referee calls and stupid mistakes. Like the mistake that that Allmark for the Boston Bruins made in the last game might be the most one of the most epic um, stupid failures and mistakes that a team has had in the playoffs over the last two years. And, you know, like I said, you don't give a team like the Florida Panthers with as much talent as they have on their team an opportunity to get back into the series because – and you said – what you said is really important, Tony, you know, how you, how you go with this next round. All these teams that have failed – to knockout teams, the Boston Bruins, mm-hmm. the Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche, the Carolina Pan- uh, Hurricanes. These teams now have to play another game. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They now have to play another game, and a lot of them are going to play two extra games. Yep. The Boston, the Boston Bruins, the Carolina Hurricanes, right now should be sitting at home watching the game like I am, and resting and getting ready for the next round. Instead, they're out there getting their asses kicked playing another big game and and their asses pucker up even harder because the pressure becomes even more so that you're letting a team that shouldn't have a chance think they can win and it's it's just amazing to me that this is happening in the game which says a lot about the parody of the national hockey league absolutely good stuff uh, any, any other one people more. We have one more, one call more for question Jeremy? this is from mr tomahawk it's a written question on twitter spaces what was it like playing with eddie the eagle um, scary at, at times. Um, Eddie, Eddie was, yeah, Eddie was, he was a, he was a, a crazy bird. And I say that no pun intended. Um, he was one of my favorite, one of my favorite teammates, one of the big, biggest competitors that I've ever been associated with. But he, Eddie just, Eddie lived in a world of his own on game days. And in practice, he had certain rules. You, you, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Game days, don't touch his equipment, don't come near him, don't talk to him, leave him alone. After games, he would he would go outside, he would he would sharpen his skates for about two and a half hours and literally just work on his equipment where the trainers at one time actually put the skate sharpener, the skate sharpener that we had on the road, they put it out in the hallway so they can lock up the locker room and let Eddie sit in the hallway and sharpen his skates till one in the morning. I mean, he was just a crazy wow. um He's just a, one of those guys that was attention to detail, just a very, very competitive person, and but one of the greatest guys of all time. I love playing with it, and probably one of the best goaltenders I ever played with. Yeah, we're not talking about Eddie the Eagle, the ski jumper legend. We're talking about Eddie Belfour. Yeah, but they had they were kind of very similar in personalities, I believe. Though. Any, any other questions? All right, so give me your two pick. I need the picks now. You know, obviously picking picking Edmonton is chalk. I mean, you know, they're they're a team. Not since Gretzky that era have they had a, a team of this magnitude with a superstar player who's the next Gretzky. I mean, Connor McDavid, you know, is the next Gretzky, is he not? No, he's better than Gretzky. He's 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 a better. He's more talented. Um, Gretzky was the smartest player I ever seen, but Gretzky was very good in the generation of, of people that didn't skate very well and goaltenders that weren't athletic and were out of shape. And, you know, Connor McDavid is doing what he's doing. He scored 152 points this year in a league where every single person 
one uh, one Boston just scored on the power play, so it's one one. Um, you know, he 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 scored 152 points in the league where every single player has six six pack abs. Every single player is can skate like the wind. Every player is is, is big and strong. Um, every goaltender is agile and big and athletic and can move all over the place. And Connor McDavid just absolutely shredded the league. He, he is the best player ever to be on two skates, the way that he can skate, what he can do on, on, on the ice, what he can do with the puck at the top speed that he plays at. Uh, and I, I've said this before, if Connor McDavid played in the 80s, he'd have 300 points a year. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Joe Quills on No Filter just said the same thing. He said 152 points in the Gretzky era would probably be about 352 in today's age. Yeah, I I agree with him 100% because there would not be one person that could touch him and every goaltender that never wanted to go down to the ice because it was too hard for them to stand back up again. um, He would just shred them in terms of his ability to shoot the puck and his ability to get into that open ice and to be able to elude so many players. I mean, it's I listen. Gretzky is the Gretzky is the best point producer of all time. But when you want to talk about talent, um, Connor McDavid is talent beyond talent. No, you're right. And the only thing that remains to be seen, obviously, he's still a young player, you know, is how many years will he play? You know, hopefully Edmonton can win a couple of cups. But I agree with you. I saw Gretzky play from when he was in the WHA when he first came in. So I've seen him from a kid all the way through his career. And you're right. He had the guys on the wings who protected him. Nobody could touch him. You know, he could skate around. And, but, he, you know, he could, he could put the puck in the net. But you're right. Connor McDavid is the modern day. He could take care of himself. He's big. He's physical. He doesn't need anybody to defend him. And, and that's the difference. You mentioned the, the size, the, the speed, the power. And all the other well, look, attributes yeah. that the modern day athlete has, even though you were talking yeah. about the greatest hockey player of all time, you know, Gordy Howe yeah. was one of the all time greats, and then obviously Gretzky. But this kid yeah, looks this like he a, could be is, the best ever. Yeah, this is a good this is a good analysis if you're thinking about it because if you think about the '80s, right, and especially the mid '80s, that Edmonton Oilers team in the mid '80s was kind of the new generation of hockey player. You had Wayne Gretzky, you had Mark Messier, Glenn Anderson, Yari Curry. Uh, Peter Klima, like these these players that were fast, they were they were exciting, they were talented, and they were playing against guy, guys that were really kind of an uh, average average talent, average speed, and that's why that's why Edmonton dominated so much because they had so many great players that complemented each other. You know, look forward now to Edmonton of today. Connor McDavid was by himself. Him and Drysidle were by themselves. They had no support. You can't win in in the National Hockey League with just two players. Now, all of a sudden, Nugent Hopkins has a career year. You have Evander Kane, who is a dynamite um, you know, player in his own right, can score, can play hard, is physical. Uh, they got uh, a couple other players that are playing some good hockey. What's the kid from uh, Toronto? I'm trying to think of his, think of his name. Uh, came over from Toronto, had a fantastic year. Um, I heard somebody say it in the background. Who was that? Zach yeah, Hyman. Zach Hyman. Yes, exactly. Well said. Is that a boy? Zach Hyman. Who what jumped great... in with that? Who's still on the phone? Zach is. Oh, Zach, you're still there. I didn't know Zach yeah, yeah, was good. still there. Yeah, so great. So exactly. So Zach, so Hyman, you know, so Edmonton has one of those teams now where it's not a, just a one or two man team. And this is why they're, you know, they're starting to dominate more and, and have a chance to possibly win a Stanley Cup because of that, that, uh, you know, the, 
you know, their supporting cast. Not, re- not related to Hyman Roth or Buster Hyman, two of my other favorite guys from uh, back in the day. <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? I, I, somebody, <laughs> named, somebody named Oliver Light uh, on Twitter Spaces texted, I once got absolutely shit-faced at Zach's parents' house and fell into the bathtub after puking my guts out. Great times. Now, is, is he that talking real about now? Come on, you, Zach. Zach. Is this a true story? Or is he talking about the Zach we were just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That sounds like uh, one of the parties at my family's farm back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, where was my invite? I hope I get the next invite for the next one then. <laughs> Good times. Awesome. Is that Either true? Now, is that guy making it up? I need. I need. To, I don't like to have reckless speculation and people making shit up on the show. This is a fact-based show, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I should have got off an hour ago. Then. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny. Well, you, you know, you keep forgetting uh, Nick Bukestad. He's a good player too. The American kid yeah. from Minnesota, right? Yeah, Nick is one of those guys. It's just it's it's, it's he's big, he's strong, um, he, you know, he's got good upside. It's, he's, there's something missing with there's something missing with Bugs. I don't know what it is. He's got talent, but it's yeah. Um, he's not going to fill up the net, but he had a good play in front of the net on one of those goals the other night. Yeah, that really. I mean, he yeah. was in the right place at the right time, and you know, a kid from Minnesota. Like, you know, Minnesota. You know that's the hockey it's, capital. Is it is it Minnesota or is it Massachusetts? Well, or, it's a state of it's a state of hockey. Is Minnesota? You know they claim yeah. they have the self proclaimed state of hockey, and just like a hockey town is Detroit. But you know there's there's more players I think overall that come, I'm thinking that come out of Massachusetts. I'm that's I'm going to be biased on that situation, but you know I, I just think Nick Bukestad, what you said, he's a good hockey player, but I just think you know sometimes the light is on, but nobody's home. You know what I mean? Yep. I remember when Darnell Nurse, remember when he was going to be drafted and a lot, because he's, he's, he's related to Donovan McNabb, right? Isn't he? Correct. Yeah, his nephew. He's, he's his Donovan nephew. He's Donovan McNabb's nephew. nephew. You know, and he's one of those guys who, who does, you know, he can, he can hit, he can block shots, you know, he can, he can pass the puck around. Another good, another good guy. Now, remember, he was, he was in the first round back in 2013, so he's been around 10 years. It's hard to believe it's been that long, isn't it? And a, a, and a great player, too. You want to talk about toughness. You want to talk about agile. Um, he's been a great representation for the, for, for the Edmonton Oilers. He, um, I'd take a Darnell Nurse on my team anytime because he's tough as nails. Beautiful. Hey, Jeremy, one last question before we let you go, because it's from a longtime fan who wanted to slip in here. Steve Cimenti um, says, Jeremy, what can Red Wings do or have to do to make the playoffs? Well, they had a better team this year. They're, they're pretty exciting to watch. Um, there's no question about that. And there's so much history with Detroit and so much, obviously, um, expectations in Detroit. But I think they're on the right path. And they're on the right path because they got the right guy at the helm. Steve Eiserman, you see what Steve Eiserman did with, with Tampa, building this team that's down there in Tampa right now. And I think he'll find the right players on that team to and in the draft and, and some trades. And you gotta remember Detroit right now with this with the building that they have, the team that they're building, it could be a real um, a real good place for a free agent to sign in. And I'm sure that Steve is gonna be out there looking for that one free agent that's going to add a little bit of a different dynamic to Detroit. I, I don't think they're far off, but um, 
there's no question that the fans right now are frustrated as hell with the lack of playoffs that they've had over uh, you know the last few years. But I think I think that it's going to start changing. But I think a big time free agent is is much needed in Detroit. I got to give up love to a guy that they mocked in Philadelphia. He had a lot of great comments about uh, so humongous, big. How about Bobrovsky, Sergey Bobrovsky, with your Florida Panthers, man? The guy's just the guy, every year. He has a good season, man. Yeah, he's playing good. I, 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 I still think that he hasn't given Florida what they expected and what they paid for. Um, but maybe it's a team in front of him because I think this team is is a they're talented, but but sometimes they just play aloof and kind of let their goaltender out to drive, but. Um, they have some really good goaltenders in in Florida, and Bobrovsky's been so good. I mean, he's been, you know, such a good player in the National Hockey League, and deserves what he's making. But um, I think he can he can step it up a little bit, and needs to step it up here and try to beat the Bruins. But a fun guy to watch. And the Alex Leon guy they have wasn't he a former Flyer draft pick too? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. See, that's yes, another Minnesota I, kid. See, that's you know you can't you, you know my, I'm not as I'm not on top of the NHL like I used to be. But I, when I look at rosters, I know who these guys are, and I know how they played. But uh, uh, Alex well, Leon, I think. But I think I think that you're going to see a lot of the mistakes that the Flyers have made over the last couple of years come to an end because they finally have somebody up there in the office that I that knows the game, that was a Flyer, knows what it takes to be a Flyer, what it's like to be a Flyer, and Danny Breer um, is the class act of hockey, and I think he will. He's the right guy. That's the to start rebuilding the Flyers right now. And I hope, I know, and I know you do, I hope he, he, he succeeds. Absolutely. They have some, you know, they have some good young players, but they have to build on that. And, you know, that all the older guys are gone now, you know, and we're seeing that this team has to get a jolt of energy now because what looked like a promising organization a couple of years ago, you know, is now back to square one. But they, they got some players at the end of the season, young guys who started to step up. And, you know, their coach said they, they, there's a nucleus here, but they've got to get better and they've got to get more talent. I mean, they don't have enough talent around well, that team. Yeah, but you know you know what it is? And, and I know we shouldn't be talking about the Flyers when they're not even in the playoffs, but I think it's a good thing to say. The, the, who, what are the Flyers known for? Physicality, man. Physical speed, Bro- strength. Broad street, broad street bullies, baby. It's it, it, it old time hockey. Team, Do we need team, old time team, hockey? Teams need to come into that Wells Fargo Center and be nervous of the uh, of how hard it's going to be. I don't think anybody goes into into Philadelphia worrying about a physical contest, and I think that would change the whole mentality for the Flyers again. By the way, Leon is in the game playing instead of Bobrovsky tonight for your Florida Panther. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Well, it's going to be another great night of hockey. It was a great night on with you guys, man, I'll tell you. Thanks for everybody for listening. That was We got a really good lineup out there listening, so we appreciate it. Good no, thank you. We really appreciate everybody doing uh, tuning in tonight because, you know, we don't just talk about the NBA, and there's a couple games tonight. We'll get into that. The uh, I'm going to catch people up on the NFL draft we round two. We have some great two. stories. Some good so stories, some good drinking stories. Hang in with us even, even I if- miss when you used to sit at your bar and you'd have all the alcohol <laughs> behind you, and then I would ask you uh, what you're uh, drinking tonight. What are you drinking well, tonight, got, by the way? You said bourbon I, of some I, kind? I, I, no, I'm drinking my own Wilderness whis- Whiskey in the Wild. It is a chocolate whiskey. Chocolate you can find whiskey. it. It's a chocolate whiskey. I, I, I actually launched it in August. It's the greatest taste in whiskey that anybody will ever try. And I, and I do not say that because it's mine. It's truth. 
So whiskeyinthewild.com. Whiskey in the wild. It. Jeremy, Whiskey. who who loves yep. chocolate more than Tony Bruno? Why have we not heard of this? You do launch this so, in so. August when we moved to Florida, then had a hurricane hit us a month later here in Cape Coral, and never even thought to send a bottle of your chocolate whiskey in the wild to poor people sitting in darkness with no power, no water, no cell service, no internet, nothing. We were yeah. downtrodden. We were here <laughs> floating around in our in our Ford, I mean in our Ram 2500, <laughs> the big Ram power and luckily that kept us alive. Listen, you guys go you guys go check it out. I'll send you a bottle that we have a chocolate and a chocolate orange whiskey. Oh. It is absolutely special. Oh. And and you know who might need a bottle of this right oh. now? Boston Bruins fans, because it's 2-1 Florida. They just scored again. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh. 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 So I'm looking it up yeah. right now. So what's the website now? Yeah. Uh, whiskeyinthewild.com. Whiskey in the Wild. Uh, sounds like a strip club. Chocolate whiskey um, it, to the main it, it, stage. It, it, Chocolate whiskey <laughs> to the main stage now. It might, it might, it might turn into one. My, 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 my boy Matthew Kachuk just sniped another one. The killer of game four, game five, is now... Wow! He's now on the board again, Matthew Kachuk, amazing player. Beautiful. Do you know that? Do you know that Matthew Kachuk and I are the last two Americans to score 100 points in the National Hockey League? I did not back know back. that. That no, back wow. to back. No, back, back to back, back to back. Not Keith Kachuk. Yep. You're talking about Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk. Yep, Matthew Kachuk. So Matthew Kachuk and I are the only uh, are the last two play, American players to have two back-to-back 100-point seasons. Wow. See the kind of stuff you learn on this show? Yep. Good stuff, man. And our buddy John from Mayfair says he's actually had your whiskey, and he refers to it as pretty good shit. <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. That a boy. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to give you big props because you said pretty good. It's fucking awesome. Well, so Tony, Jeremy started this with Gary Kihu, and I don't not know how Gary to what Kihu and Shafu. Yeah, Shafu Ma. Shafu. Shafu Ma. Shafu. So Shafu. by the way, by the way, Gary Kiho. Gary Kiho. Any relation so, to the former great hockey player? No, no, oh. no. But he, what he what he is is one of the best uh, taste people of all time. He he helped create Hubba Bubba gum back no, in the day. Oh, really? I remember yep. that. Wow. Yep. 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 So it, when it comes to flavors and tastes, he is the king. And he took him. It took him eighteen months to create the flavor in Whiskey in the Wild. And let me tell you something. It was it is worth every single second of that eighteen months that he put into it. Beautiful. Well, we definitely have just to as try I'm it. going on my just as I'm going uh, on my keto diet to lose some weight, you come up with chocolate, which I'm not supposed to have. By the way, yeah. I like what yeah. uh, Mike Terry and Terry and Mike Al writes: gold pepperoni pizza for Kachuk. Time to hunt. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but <laughs> I get it. He's, I get it. That's it's, a, it's a, another celebrated goal. Here we go. <laughs> And he's the Scottsdale guy too. He's a, you know he's another. He, he wasn't he born in Scottsdale? Matt Kachuk. Yep. Matthew and Brady were both born in Scottsdale, and I was there for both of their births. Yep. Wow. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? You're not getting yep. this hockey breakdown. There's no more. You don't have to go. There's no NBC hockey night in 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 uh, in in Canada or anything no, NBC. No. NBC you, is you, out you, of the you business. Can't, you can't. You can't find this kind of entertainment on television. No chance. You're Sorry. Damn right. Definitely not. You're damn right. Jeremy, we can't thank you enough. <laughs> Say hi to your mom. That's awesome. And your wife. I sure will. 
And we'll see, hopefully. And and I know Florida is uh, not in the far too different, distant future. And so I will uh, be there soon. I will be there soon. Beautiful, man. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for the legend. One of the greatest players, not just hockey, not just American hockey players, one of the greatest hockey players, period, in the National Hockey League. Beautiful, man. Thanks, Jerry. You're the best. Thanks, Thank Tony. You. Thanks, Robin. Love you guys. Thanks, Thanks for everybody joining in. It was a lot of fun. Thank Thanks, you, man. Guys. There he Bye. is, ladies. How great is that? How great is Jeremy Roenick, Robin? He's fantastic. I love him. We would call him at like midnight when we were doing Into the Night. Remember, we were in Atlantic City doing a show at the resorts live. Yes. And it was right. like 11 o'clock at night. Now, we were doing the nighttime, 10 p.m. to right. 1 a.m. East Coast time show. But of course, in LA, we were on 7 to 10 on Into the Night on, on Fox Sports Radio. And then Jeremy was listening, and he called in because he heard we're in Atlantic City. She so says, hey, he says, I'm going to come down there. I says, come on down. So he came down yep. and, he, and started right. gambling at like midnight in Atlantic City. Beautiful, man. No, Jeremy does not have a 40-ounce product yet. <laughs> Is there any good 40-ounce product out there? I don't know. Wow. But thank you, Jeremy. That was awesome. And really great questions from... Um, you had some good hockey people out there. Yeah, no. It was great having Zach join us and um, a bunch of other people. I apologize that we didn't get to everybody that, that raised their hand there at the very end because um, Jeremy had to go. He's visiting his mom in Boston. In Boston. Boston. Up there at the Boston Garden. In Boston. <sighs> they're not happy up there. Well, they're playing in Florida at sunrise tonight. And it could be sunset. Now, listen, the Bruins only have to win one game. But if they lose this game tonight in Florida and they got to go back to Boston for a game seven, are they the better team? Of course they are. But the pressure is all on Boston. One of the greatest seasons in hockey history. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I sounded like, what's his name there? The guy, the drunk guy we played a couple, of Foster Brooks. You know when you were talking, you get that, uh, you get that little, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, the Matt Kachuk story is interesting because I mentioned Keith Kachuk, his dad, Grew up there. His father is from Boston. And he's now, you know, he's a Florida Panther. And so he's been giving the Florida Bruins fans some bulletin board material. And, uh, you know, what do you call them? Tweaking them a little bit. Now, what do you Tony, what do you call that, Robin? Because you know before, what he said. Before I want to before everybody that's on Twitter Spaces yep. leaves, we still have some great stories. And yeah, we got updates. updates. We got a pickleball update. We got an XFL update for all of our friends in Florida and down in Texas. Right now, that's pretty much all they have is the XFL with a big weekend of XFL playoff action. I know my boy AJ in San Antonio, all jacked up because you know what's coming up on May 13th in San Antonio, Robin? What's that? The XFL championship game at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Who do you like? Tonight, uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, your number two Arlington Renegades with a sparkling 4-6 and six record are at the number one Houston Roughnecks. How about that? And then, Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they're really the best team in the XFL. As Vince McMahon once said when he owned it for the second time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the XFL. By the way, Houston six and a half point favorites. Mattress Mac threw out the first pitch in Houston, and the ball landed in the Gulf of Mexico. Is that true? That could be a true story. It could know. be fake. But anyway, so that the Roughnecks. My, my throat just listening to it. I know that hurts me to hear. Your Seattle Sea Dragons in the Northern Division Championship. At number one, D.C. Defenders. They're playing that in the parking lot of uh, the, uh, the worst stadium. Well, actually, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum is the worst stadium. But since the NFL doesn't play there anymore, it is without a doubt now that dump in outside of D.C. in Landover, Maryland. And that, of course, is your. What's it called now? It used to be RFK Stadium. And then uh, now that the owner got thrown out, hopefully they build a new stadium for those people. And Play Action Reel says, let's go. The FedEx Forum, thank you. Even FedEx that we absolutely positively got to get out of this shithole before long. Thank you, Don Juan and Rockin' Reets. I was in the FedEx Forum many, many times. And it's still a dump after all these decades. 
But anyway, let me get you up to date on the NFL draft, too. Because second round is underway, and I know people aren't, you know, hanging on for every, uh, every single thing. So here you go. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, without any surprise, went after uh, Joey Porter Jr., of course, the stud out of Penn State. Tall, long. I mean, he's obviously a great defensive player, and that's why they wanted him. So they draft him, and they're, they're comparing him to Marlon Humphrey. You know, I mean, the guy's a good player. Then, with the second pick, your Tennessee Titans finally went after Will Levis from Kentucky, who was sitting there with his mom and his girlfriend last night in Kansas City waiting for somebody to pick him. And I got to tell you, man, you know when they say, would you? You know that term, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh, would you? Because, you know, now Will Levis is a 20-something kid, right? Yeah. Strapping young man, out of, he played at the University of Kentucky, good-looking guy. The Titans, yeah, the Titans last year, remember when they drafted Malik Willis out of Liberty at yep. quarterback? Yep. But, you know, he had his mom there and his girlfriend. Did you see the picture of poor Will Levis? No. Sitting there. And, you know, and not every player goes to the draft. And this year was in Kansas City. So it's in, but, you know, at least they got some good beef while they were there. You know, and speaking of good beef, his girlfriend, I would say, I would say she's a USDA prime. She's not Wagyu quality. But I'd say prom right now, Robin. If you could check her out and give me a woman's perspective, because I don't want to sound sexist here. You know I think I'm it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, men can women say the same thing about women. They look at yeah, women no, and say, "Well, she's right. hot." Well, especially since we're um, ending, closing up on a on a very important week. Yeah, how did the media miss this? I completely ignored all it. the trans talk with men taking a highlight, taking the stage from real women in sports. How can you not have real women? Recognized because it is the end it was, of yes. Lesbian Appreciation Week. And I neglected to celebrate it at all. <laughs> and here it is, the lesbians who are real women. Now, let me just say this. Can you be a trans woman who was a man turning into a woman and be a lesbian apparently, after you transition? Yes, yes Because apparently. when I think of lesbians, I think of women and women. I mean, the way lesbians were meant to be, the way God created them. They were women. They were, they're real women, and they like other women. So this is just FYI. The picture, the that picture you're of the family, the no right? Filter page is his mother. This is Will Levis next, sitting next to his mother. Maybe his sister is on one side, who is also absolutely beautiful. And, and his then, girlfriend on and the his other side. his girlfriend on the other side. The mom's a little low weathered. You know, you live in Kentucky, maybe too much bourbon. You know, I'm not one to judge. Except you're judging. <laughs> no, I'm not judging because, you know, you always talk about players' moms. You mm-hmm. know, nowadays, you know, these players in their 20s, a lot of them have hot moms. Yes. And everybody notices oh, sure. hot moms, right? <laughs> I'm trying to find a better photograph of... Um... No, men do not make the best lesbians these days. No. <laughs> But it, that's what makes it no no sense to me. Like I know I've talked to I've talked to uh, people about the whole trans movement, and they are saying that a man who transitions to a woman can still be a lesbian. And then I'm like, wait, but then they didn't change anything. Like they can even ki- they can even keep can the slap dick they at, can uh, even at, keep at Penn, all their the own dude? parts. They can just dress and quote-unquote, identify as a woman, be a lesbian, and still, when they're having sex with a woman, it's a penis and a vagina. 
And How even does if that a ma- man transitions to a woman and has all the plumbing taken out, it's not the same thing. Is there a clit? Do they put a clit in and is that stimulated on a woman who used to be a man? By the way, Lee, congratulations to Lee. I just checked in. He said, my brother is pregnant and our family is thrilled. Well, congratulations. This is breaking news tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And when the A's move to Vegas, AJ in San Antonio says, they'll be the LV hot moms. Come on, man. So let's go to back to the draft, Robin, shall we? Yes. So Will Levis went number two. Well, he probably did last night sitting in the waiting room. And, you know, hey, Mom, I got to take a dump. Can you get the cameras off? I'm going to go in the back room. So he finally went to the Tennessee Titans. And then Sam Laporta, who used to work at the deli in South Philly where I used to go and get my chicken cutlets. No, Sam Laporta from Iowa, the big tight end, the Detroit Lions, took him with the third pick in the second round, which is the 34th overall. And then the Raiders make a trade and trade up to get the Notre Dame. So we had back-to-back tight ends, ladies and gentlemen. Back-to-back tight ends. Speaking of Lesbian Appreciation Week. Yeah, um, uh, let me, <laughs> hold on just a second. Hold on just a second, Tony Bruno. Apparently what? that photograph was from last night's draft. I know, because he was sitting there waiting yes. and never got picked in the first well, round. Well, let me tell you, here is tonight's... Uh, was he sporting a Woody? Uh, no, 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 no. Girlfriend, uh, way hotter than the photograph that I was showing. So do we have before. that? Oh, yeah, there she is. Look at that, Robin. Even you would. Oh, yeah. Even Absolutely. you would. Oh, wait. If you thought that was hot, hang on just a second. But we have more? Wait, there's more. There's more. Oh, we got the, the gratuitous bikini, bikini picture. Shot. With the very, very sculpted... Oh, I used to have a bikini like that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago. So uh, back to back... Let me get back... Let's get it back okay. to the draft Sorry, here, Robin. just got distracted. See, now you're, you see? Now, if I did that and was gawking at this chick, I'd get ripped as a yeah, sexist. but you're not. A misogynist. I am, so it was okay. Any woman who looks at a beautiful woman can say, I look at good-looking men... And I, I'm strong enough in my masculinity and testosterone level to say, you know, that's a good-looking guy. It doesn't mean I want to bang him. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's get it back to the draft. So back-to-back tight ends. Laporta from Iowa goes to the Lions. Michael Mayer from Notre Dame goes to your Las Vegas Raiders. And then next up was your Los Angeles Chargers, Steve Avila from TCU, another big offensive lineman to help protect the quarterback out there in uh, Los Angeles. It used to be the San Diego, but it's still your Los Angeles Chargers who still are looking for a fan base to finally appreciate that team. Steve Avila, guard, TCU, the fifth pick in the second round. And then Derek Hall from Auburn, another big... No, he's an outside linebacker. So he's one of those, what do they call them? Edge rushers. They used to call them outside linebackers. Now... They call him Edge Rushers. So Derek Hall from Auburn goes to Seattle. Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Is he a hockey player? No, he went to he's another offensive lineman. So obviously big beef up front is what people want. Men and women both. Matthew Bergeron. Wasn't he hosting uh, the Dancing with the Stars for a couple of years? Yes. No, that's no. not the same guy. Tom Bergeron. Yes, whatever happened to him. Another big offensive lineman from Syracuse. 
The eighth pick from your Tennessee Titans was Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, wide receiver. Then Notre Dame gets another player plucked, plucked, not picked. It was a combination of pick and pluck. Pick and pluck. You know what I'm saying? And no, yeah, no relation to Patrice Bergeron from your Boston Bruins. Meanwhile, uh, Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame goes to the New Orleans Saints. He's a defensive end. B.J. Ujolari from LSU, outside linebacker, goes number 10 to your Arizona Cardinals. At number 11, the Green Bay Packers go up to the Pac-12 and take tight end Luke Musgrave. Green Bay, Luke Musgrave, the 11th pick, number 242 uh, overall from Oregon State, a tight end. And then the 12th pick goes to the Jets, Joe Tipman, the center from Wisconsin. And you know those Wisconsin and Iowa boys, they got big, beefy boys up there. You look at the Iowa linemen, you look at the Wisconsin linemen, what do they have in common, Robin? They all have no necks, and they're big-ass mofos who can block, block, block. They, they're they the milk-fed, corn-raised, corn raised. milk-fed, <laughs> uh, farmer's daughter banging. You know what I mean? These guys get hot chicks, even if they're like 330. These dudes still get chicks in Wisconsin and Iowa, Robin. And they should. The kid Cheese from uh, Wisconsin, Cheese the kid curds. from Wisconsin, Joe Tipman, apparently has beautiful hair for those people watching and giving us the info. Lee says, check out the Jets pick at center, Joe Tipman. He has beautiful hair. Joe Tipman? Tipman. Oh. With two P's. Just a tip, man. Joe Tipman. I thought you said tit. No. Two P's, two N's if you're scoring at home. Then. At number 13, your Indianapolis Colts go after Julius Brents, quarterback from Kansas State. Number 14, your Detroit Lions take safety, Brian Branch from Alabama. He's off the board. Then at 15, Keon White from Georgia Tech goes to the to Patriots, another defensive end. Is that the guy with the, that's the guy from Wisconsin? Joe Tipman. That's Joe Tipman? Damn. Was I right? Yeah. That's almost, is that a mullet? Is that like more? That's a little bit on the mullet side. He's got the full piece. He doesn't have the party in the front and the, what's the line on mullets? Party in the front. No, party in the back, business in the front. He's got party on both sides. (laughs) This some bitch, I bet you he can drink a keg in a one night sitting with the boys. Meanwhile, I mentioned Keon White at 15, defensive end. Georgia Tech goes to the New England Patriots. Then at 16, your Washington Commanders take uh, safety Jatavius Martin from Illinois from your fighting Illini. And then uh, at pick number 17, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers go after a guard to protect someone other than Tom Brady this season. Cody Malk from North Dakota State, offensive tackle. So you're caught up 17 picks into the second round. Tonight in the NFL draft in Kansas City, the Pittsburgh Steelers are back on the clock now. Tony, sc- have, and the pick is in, by the way. I have breaking news. We have breaking news now? Ronald Saracino, who was one of the first uh, people that asked a question to Jeremy. He was on, the one with the jerseys. He wanted them yep, signed? Yep. He is in Cape Coral. No way! Uh, yeah, he's been living in Cape Coral for 16 years. Did he not know that we are now the king and queen of Cape Coral? He he didn't until we mentioned it, so... Dude! Yeah, I know. Yeah, A.J. Lopez says about that, that Tipman kid from Minnesota. 
<laughs> that guy was smoking camels and drinking Schlitz at eight years old. <laughs> Come on, this is a young man. They didn't have Schlitz around. Joe Tipman is a tall center with great mobility, and his range as a run blocker is the first thing that jumps off the tape. He's not an overpowering drive blocker. He's 6'6", 313, but he can unlock his hips and gain traction. You know, nothing like a dude who unlocks his hips. I prefer women unlocking their hips. You know what I mean? Because when you put your hands up on your hips, then you dip. What is that? I dip, you dip, we dip. When you put your hands up on your hips. I can't unlock my hips anymore. You can't? No, no. Well, now that I have, uh, by the way, we have medical news that we didn't even give to the people. Because I'm not on Twitter anymore because I've been permanently banned. But uh, people were asking, you know, because I've been having chest pain, you know, and I had a heart attack a year ago. I was feeling better. Then all of a sudden, I had this chest pain right between the ribs. And I'm thinking, you know, what's the first thing you think of? Is it heart? Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, you know, it hurts not all the time, but when it does hurt, it hurts a lot. And so what happens is, you know, last Saturday, I said, you know, Robin, this is really concerning me. We should go. So we went to our doctor, actually out in Pine Island, and we went to the uh, Millennial, Millennium Health Club. Not health club. Millennium, what's it called? It's the Millennium Doctors Organization. Right. They, have, they have hospitals and labs and everything. And so anyway, so we go there and I get an EKG because that's the first thing you do if you're worried about your heart. You get mm-hmm. an EKG. It was normal, so the heart concern diminished. But I then had a CAT scan, a CT scan scheduled for – I was like basically at the doctor's every day this week. So we uh, CAT scan on Tuesday, then blood work again on Wednesday, and then finally yesterday, Thursday at 1 p.m., we got to see uh, my doctor. A doctor who's half, now he's half Filipino. I don't think he's half. I think he's full. No, because his first name is a Latino name. They have a, the Spaniards. Um, when, they, when they took over their took over that the country. Philippi- they, when they, they took, took over, over the Philippines like yes. they do. It was either the French, the Spaniards, and who else? The Dutch and the British. The Dutch and the Brits. And of course, don't forget the granddaddies of them all, the Huns. Yeah, the Chinese. When the Huns would go the over Asian. there, yeah. Well, they weren't Chinese at the time, but... The, uh, Not the Dr. Asian. Feelgood. See, first it was the Asians that were everywhere yep. with Attila the Hun. And he took pretty much over yep. the entire world, practically. And then once the uh, <laughs> Europeans started rising, it was the Dutch, the British. The Spaniards. The Spaniards and the French. I mean, the yeah. four of those. But the French, like always, that's why they had the, the French always had the white flag up because <laughs> they, they were trying to colonize. Yes. And then they said, you know what? I'm out of baguettes. Let's but get the hell back to Paris. Francisco <laughs> is a very common name in the Francisco. Philippines. That's fun to say. That's fun to say. Yes, Genghis Khan, if you do DNA tests <laughs> yeah. now on, on Ancestry.com, you will find out that Genghis Khan fathered 93% of the world's babies. True story. So you could have some Genghis Khan. Everybody. Not Shaka Khan. No. I'd love to have some of her blood in my system. But Don't get me wrong. everybody has some Genghis Khan in them. <laughs> let's just, let's be real. Not Khan's, um, what's the what's the thing in the mall? Not the Wrath of Khan. The Khan's uh, gigantic. Remember, in, they still have them in malls, right? Khan's Manchurian Barbecue. You know they have that big ass grill. Yeah. It's like a circular grill right in the middle. Yes, Mon- uh, it's uh, mon- uh, not Manchurian. It's Mongolian. Oh, uh, Mongolia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I get my uh, you know Manchurian candidate. Mongolian yeah, I, I barbecue. Know, Mongolian barbecue. There you go. Not the Khan Film Festival. No, that's a different guy. Not Converse Khans. Not Sher Khan from the Jungle Book. 
I don't know Sher Khan from the Jungle Book. What character was that, Rob? Sher Khan was the tiger Dude. in the Jungle Book. I have the gang. <laughs> I have the Genghis Khan drip. <laughs> Did any? <laughs> Uh, no, so so anyway, so I finally I got to the doctor, and guess what I did? I was doing research, and I'm not a WebMD guy. I'm not a, a hypochondriac that, you know, if I have a pain here, I go and look up what it could be. Oh, no, my thyroid. So I said I looked up, you know, things other than heart because the first thing you think of when you have chest pains is the heart, especially if you had a heart issue the year before. So then I'm looking around, and I realize that it, the pain wasn't there all, all along. So I start looking up. The digestive system, you know, with the, the pancreas and then the gallbladder and then the duodenum, the upper, uh, you know, the, your upper, uh, what's this, the small intestines and the, ditch, the you know, the, the, the digestive process. And I knew it wasn't digestion. So the last thing was, was it lungs? And one of the lung things is pleurisy. Pleurisy, when the lining, uh, the outside of your lungs, that becomes inflamed, and that's what protects your lungs. Correct. I've had pleurisy several times. I've never had pleurisy. Yeah, it's very, very painful if you breathe in or if you cough or if you, like, move a certain way. So it's not gallbladder, because my sister Marie had her gallbladder removed just last Monday, the 17th. She had her gallbladder removed. I didn't have gallstones. I I didn't have a hiatal hernia. I didn't have acid reflux. So I looked it up and I figured it out what it was. And I said to Robin, it's costus, what's it? Costa chondritis. Costa chondritis. No, he's not the comedian that no. we always see at the Super Bowl, Costa Economopolis. But Costa chondritis. The, it is only painful in one spot, which is right where your heart is. Right in the sternum. So right between, and you, you know how you can tell? And this is what my doctor said. He said, it's the, you can't, if you put your hand in your sternum in this one area and you hit that spot, that's what it is. Yeah, if you push condo, on it, it's painful. Condo chondritis. And it's it's not a rare disease. It's not a disease. No. It's an inflammation of the of the joint of the of the uh, the cartilage yes. in your sternum. So anyway, if you are having chest pains and it's right there, you always want to go check it out uh, with a doctor first and get an EKG. Make sure it's not your heart. But you could be lucky like Tony and just have it be this weird inflammation. Yeah, but it's still pain. Away. Yeah. By the way, AJ said he saw acid reflux open for white snake back in 1985. <laughs> so, hey, pleurisy and not pasta chondritis. That's pretty good. No. But no, so I, I know what it is now. And the good thing about it is, it'll, you know, you can't do a lot of work. So, you know, I'm vacuuming. I'm Because I haven't been lifting or anything, you know, because I'm trying to feel better. The other thing I could have which I have to get tested for now because I've been tired every day. And, you know, my energy level is down. And you know what it is? I could have. Yep. Sleep apnea, Robin. So I'm going to have a sleep apnea test. Not low T. My testosterone is good. Well, here's the thing. Let's be real, Tony. We both have gained weight. And of course, and that's not good. So your cholesterol weights, is high. Yeah, and your extra weight can affect sleep apnea. So this is no big surprise to me. And I've been listening to you breathe for uh, the last couple of years. And it's you've been snoring more, as have I. So, I mean, I might even have it. Who knows? And Kevin House, you're freaking 70. No, damn it. Tony's a young 70. He is young at heart. His body should not be like... My body is a wonderland. Yeah. What's my 40 time? I don't know. But no, I, you know, my goal right now at this point in my life is I just want to feel good and be happy and healthy. So I get checked. I get physicals every year, get blood work done when things are wrong. 
And so it's not like I expect to live to 100, but I, I normally feel good, but my energy level has been going down. And it's not testosterone because I had that checked. I had my A1C checked. And what was my A1C? It's under 7 Whatever the, because every, every commercial you see is A1C, lower it with this and lower it with that. So, I, so I, when I got the blood work done, I said, what's my A1C, right? And I'm thinking, it's got to be in a blood work. Do you realize when you get standard blood work, they do not check your A1C? It's a separate test. And they charge you more for it. I know. The insurance company. I just don't understand. Your doctor says you need something. Your doctor wants something. They want to prescribe something for you. And the insurance company is the one to decide, yeah, I don't think you really need that. That's just insane to me. And so what's going on is now, you know, everybody's taking this. A1C is obviously pre-diabetic, right? Right. Because right. I'm pre-diabetic. My A1C is too Nobody low. Nobody wants to hear all of your health issues. No, but my know. point is, you know, people want to know, so I don't want to bore them with my medical issues. Uh, oh, yeah, I, we oh, need Ozempic. And so our doctor says he doesn't want to prescribe Ozempic because a lot of people are taking Ozempic even if they don't have any kind of diabetes or pre-diabetic problems because they want to lose weight, right? Yes. Well, we, we want to take some Ozempic because we want to... Kickstart what's going on. Exactly. But, I'm but not going to take Ozempic because I'm not a know, guy who's had to diet in my life. I've never been obese. I've always been lean. And, you know, the pandemic and then moving to Florida and sitting around trying to get permits done. But I'll tell you what, man, in the last three days, I'm down three pounds already. I know because we started on ours. We started keto back on keto. Hey, Tony Bruno. This is speak, important. It is important. And getting healthy is important. And, you know, one of the things that we are going to start doing, Tony Bruno. What? Well, um, because we're going to get healthier and healthier. What? Pickleball. Pickleball. And you know where we went just last, last week? weekend? While you're sitting at home watching meaningless sporting events on Saturday and Sunday afternoons, Miss Robin and I gather our electronic equipment, jump into the family truckster, and head straight south down to Naples, Florida. You know what's in Naples, Florida, Robin? It is the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. And if you don't think pickleball's a big effing deal, you didn't go down to Naples and see this facility. It was a community park in Naples. And people down there said, hey, you know, there's pickleball everywhere now. So they're not the birthplace of pickleball, but now they are the epicenter of pickleball in the United States. That's why they chose it to be the U.S. Pickleball Championship. My buddy Dave Benz was doing the play-by-play live on YouTube on the Pickleball Challenge uh, channel, and then it went live on CBS Sports Network for the finals. It was incredible. And the thing that's nice about pickleball, it's kind of like bocce ball. Bocce ball's even more so, but pickleball, there were... Um, um, handicapped people, like in wheelchairs, playing mixed doubles. Yeah, they have everybody with an can play. A person and a handicapped person. They were playing mixed doubles. Anybody can play. It's a much easier game to get into. It's taking the world by storm. Lily's doing her run buys now. You I notice know. that? No. She's making like a quick walk. She's yeah, not doing a walkthrough. She's she doing a run through. Well, she knows that if she stays over by your side, she she's just took get my page off. out now. I can't get back to my uh, what I was on. <laughs> Lily, oh, here she comes. Here Lily, she go- what the hell's the matter with you? Get over here. <laughs> She's hungry. You need to give her some dry food, yes, Robin. I know. You- yes. These cats, man. Well, you- I will do that while People I'm say playing cats this- are easy, and they are, but when they're hungry, and Robin already fed them, but then they get the dry food later. Yeah. You she, know what I'm saying? She, she's the one that's like, hey, hey, 
Pay attention, folks. So anyway, while this video is playing, I'll give them some dry food real quick. So okay, so here's what happens. So we go there. We meet the man in charge down there. Yeah, Jim uh, Ludwig. Jim Ludwig. Ludwig. And I'm thinking, oh, he must be German, you know, because the Germans always make good stuff. No, he's a guy from Boston. And he's a guy from Boston who came down here and saw this park and said, we're going to transform this. Because it had, it had like a... A hockey, like an outdoor rink where you could play street hockey. Right, and, and then it had a skate. And then it had a skate park, like an old school out of made out of wood. Yeah, and the wooden ramps apart. and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. And it was all sorts of stuff. So they they have taken over this park, and it has become. How many courts are there? The pickleball mecca exactly. in the world. And um, we are going to show you just a sh- very short clip. Of, so he took us in a, in a golf cart and took us a tour yeah. of how massive this place is. And they I'll even post- have a center court. Undercover. Yeah, I'll post that to right. YouTube. But um, this is just a short clip of inside the uh, main court. Um, and we couldn't get in covered. on center court because these people are paying big money to be there for the finals. So they allowed us in there just to see the action in the stadium. And it's only like 1,100 people. They're going to build a big arena. But the thing about there. pickleball is so cool. Like tennis, everybody has to be real quiet, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like it's very serious. Well, we, were, we sh- weren't real quiet. Well, but Well, you'll see in a minute. Uh, we might have even over. So Jim like, shows us that, the, you know, we can see center court. There wasn't any room for us, you know, even though I'm yeah. Tony Bruno. I'm not like, hey, man, you know, he got me a parking spot and we got to walk around and see everything. And it was amazing. And there's all kinds of gear, even like Skechers even has pickleball shoes now. Uh, Margaritaville is involved as a sponsor. Let me tell you. I mean, everybody's jumping on. The sponsorships are pouring in. There is a 10-year-old boy who has a... $10 $10 million uh, shoe contract now through pickleball because yep. he's starting to play pickleball in the youth. Uh, so forget all the other sports where your kids can get hurt. Get them into pickleball because <laughs> they can make big money. And it's easier to play because it's underhand. You know, that's why you see, you saw uh, John McEnroe playing Andre Agassi a couple of weeks ago because, you know, these guys, when they get into their 60s, near 70, you know, they can play in these charity things where they're playing tennis. But, you know, anybody, I don't care how good in shape you are, how much you work out, to go over and, and, and you know, serve overhanded and not hit it 90 miles an hour. I mean, you know, nobody wants to watch old people serving 50 miles an hour, no. you know, and then trying to rush to get to the ball. So pickleball is good enough that you could play it with doubles, with friends. It's underhand serves. So I think it's good for people, not just old people. But young people are playing it too. So this is our tour inside. We got inside we the got velvet inside, ropes. Um, the the um, Dave Benz was doing the um, the play by play. Play by play right next to us. You see here, um, and just listen to how much fun everybody was having here. Let's go to the tape. Let's go to the tape. Robin, hold on. Robin. There's no sound, Rob. I know. Why is there no sound here? And they're playing Love Train. Well, if you think pickleball championships like this are just people in tank tops and, you know, flip-flops, and they're going to come in here and spend $5 to get in, well, you can play for $5 here at this, at this center all during the week. But if you want to sit in the gold boxes right there, tell us what the situation is there. I mean, it's not luxurious, but, you know, you got the chairs. You got nice. The holders, so so what, what do you get in there? And you're, you got the fortune to get to take home. Oh, you get to take those home? Take those home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you get uh, food, 
and drinks for the week. For the week, and, and you're here week. from Monday to, to today, right? right. So Sunday through uh, Sunday through Saturday. And those are called the gold gold boxes. Gold boxes. Gold boxes. Gold boxes. Yeah. And, and what do I have to pay to get a gold box next year in there? Four thousand, if you can. We have a three-year waiting list at this point. Are you kidding me? You're not going to squeeze me in? Maybe you give me like a half a box next year for two grand. <laughs> Maybe just, just a little slice. Half a box. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they're, they're a wanted item. Oh, that's awesome. And they're all full. See that? Oh, yeah. They are full. Those are too loud. I'm sorry. They might pick your back. Too loud. I have a lot of boys. I probably should head out. Let's get out of here. See, we were standing right next to the broadcast uh, area, which was a riser, and Dave Benz is up there with a couple of pickleball experts. And the guy comes over and says, you're, you're too loud. It's being picked up on the mics. No, it's not. They're wearing headset mics. People are yelling. They're not, and I wasn't even loud. Were we loud there? We were just like no. right there. Jesus. But. I didn't pull it. Do you know who I am? I never do that. I should. No, but that was an amazing experience, wasn't yeah, that it? Was very, I mean, that it's was amazing fun. how much product there is. <clears throat> they had tents. You know, was selling everything. There's, there's, there's CBD stuff. Actually, there for, was for, uh, there for, was a um, what was it called? Uh, sh- uh, splash, splish? splish, splish. That has nothing to do with drip. No, drip is something else. Drip is the new term for when you look, you know, you look tight, you look sharp, you're well dressed. That, that that's a drip. A splish is not when uh, you know you you get the hose and you. But Tony was uh, so Splish is a company, and and they had CBD stuff that even I like the smell of, which is it didn't get you high. See, I, I finally found CBD stuff that uh, doesn't make you high. Yes, because I don't need to be high. You know what I'm saying? And they had a very cool mat that helps with um, like your your back pain and inflammation and all sorts of stuff. It was very cool. Oh, like the whole experience was awesome. I don't think this is the same company, Robin. No, it was called, it was Splish, you, right? No, Splish sells bathing suits. Well, What's the I'll have to with find you? it. I'll have to find it. Yeah, Drip is what Don Lemon's ass does now after he's been fired from CNN. Hey, Leon, it happens. It happens every once in a while. You know what I mean? So anyway, there's all kinds of product, all kinds of companies. I'm telling you, it's, it's huge. Pickleball, if you don't believe it's used, and I'm not making any money from them, and I don't have a sponsorship. We just bought some rackets. We're going to play once my... Uh, chest heels and all that other crap but i need to get outside i need to walk what's it how often twice a day now your your future son-in-law who's a a chiropractor up in oregon in washington state i should say he said the best thing for diabetes and it's not diabetes for this uh, this he said for diabetes because you're pre-diabetic um he said the best thing to fight diabetes if you had diabetes it is Better to show them better than taking metformin, which is one of the diabetic drugs. Metformin. Metformin is if you take a 10-minute walk after every single meal. Immediately after a meal, take a 10-minute walk. That will lower your diabetes levels faster than anything else, which I think is amazing. Beautiful. So yeah, you got to do that. We need to walk around, and we're going to do that more often. Meanwhile, we got some baseball updates, too. How about your Atlanta Braves in a rain delay now in the top of the sixth. A couple games are postponed today. Bad weather up on the East Coast. The Braves were smoking the Mets 4 nothing in the top of the sixth. And uh, they went into a rain delay. So we'll see what happens there. The Guardians are beating the Reds. Like, not a good night for Boston so far. 
Red Sox are losing to the Guardians up at Fenway in the top of the sixth. The worst team in baseball, one of the worst teams, because obviously it's the Oakland A's, and it's not even close. But there's some bad teams uh, out there. I mean, there's some really surprising teams. The Bruins and Panthers are now tied 2-2 over in, in uh, Sunrise, Florida, in that big hockey game. And then you have uh, the White Sox, who have just been dreadful. And they're tied with the Rays in Chicago. I was looking at the, uh, at the, you know, the cost of tickets to get in. You could get into that White Sox. Now, remember, they're playing the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the most amazing teams in baseball in the early going. They're 21-5, and 7-3 on the road, and Chicago couldn't give away tickets. You could get a ticket into that game tonight, White Sox and Rays in Chicago, for $3. Wow. $3. Wow. What can you get for $3? Well, I'll tell you what you can get. Me so horny. Yeah, that's all I can get. The Me Rangers. So Thank you. Me love you long time. Well, I know that, baby. Uh, your Texas Rangers, who are one of the, you know, they're obviously they got off to a good start. They're 14 and 11. They're playing the Yankees, and they lead uh, the Yankees tonight in the bottom of the third down there in Texas. But how about some of the other teams? Phillies and Astros are tied at one. Kyle Schwarber with the Schwarbaum. And uh, Rockies and Diamondbacks are underway. And all the other games, Mariners and Blue Jays, Cubs and Marlins are tied. A lot of close games. Guardians are leading the Red Sox, as I mentioned, and uh, Brewers on top of the Angels. Brewers off to a good start. Certainly the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates, one of the surprising teams. And it's, I didn't even realize that McCutcheon, Andrew McCutcheon was back on the Pirates where he started. Then he, was with the, then he went somewhere else, and then he was with the Phillies for a couple of years, and now he's back. And the Pittsburgh Pirates, talk about turnaround programs. They even gave their manager a long-term con, uh, contract the other day. And that game was postponed tonight in Washington against the Nationals because of rain. And the Tigers and Orioles were postponed, too. They'll play a doubleheader tomorrow. You follow me so far? And the Twins are leading the Royals. Man, the Royals are terrible, too. The terrible teams in baseball right now. And again, it's one month into the season. Your, your Jacob deGrom is dealing for your Texas Rangers tonight. And that's why so far. Now, of course, uh, Aaron Judge left the game last night. Is he in the lineup tonight? I need help from my, uh, from my people in Texas and following the scoreboard. Because I can't follow like every sport and try to do a show. And the Pirates, yes, the Pirates are 18-8. and eight. How amazing are they? Rockies are disappointing right now, obviously, at 8-18. Eight and 18. Uh, We mentioned the Cardinals are struggling. I know they have some injuries. You know, the Tigers are the Tigers. The Royals stink out loud. Who else stinks? The A's, obviously, and the Kansas City Royals. How about that? You have the Kansas City Royals, who used to be the Philadelphia, Roy- Philadelphia Athletics. You know the story, right? The Athletics were in Philadelphia, they moved to Kansas City, and then they moved to Oakland. So the Philadelphia Athletics became the Kansas City Athletics. Right. And then they moved to Oakland and became the uh, Oakland Athletics. Kansas City changed its name to the Royals. So now you have two of the worst teams in baseball. Are very both teams that were formerly known as the Athletics. You have the Kansas City Royals, who every once in a while mix in a good year, but then usually resort back to sucking canal water outside the rare few canals that are in Kansas City. And then you got, uh, you know, but the Pirates to me are the story of the year so far. I know Tampa Bay is playing great, 
And the Astros, you know, they're, they're not playing great yet. By the way, that, that Astros game is on Apple TV. Meanwhile, we have a hockey update tonight, Robin. We have a hockey update. And you know what I do when I do hockey updates? Aaron Judge is out tonight. I know he had a little tweak last night. But the Boston Bruins, not wanting to have to go back to Boston, wanting to stay in, down here in uh, South Florida and enjoy the beautiful weather before they have to go back up to the wretched Northeast United States where spring has not arrived yet, where they're having all kinds of weather problems, rain delays, ice delays. But how about your Boston Bruins? Three to two now. Tyler Bertuzzi tied it up when they were trailing uh, Two to one. He tied it up at two-two, and now all of a sudden, it is a three-two Boston lead. Still in the second period. Let's see who scored here. You got. Uh, give me the. Give me the. Brandon Carlo. Brandon Carlo. Who the hell is that guy? David Pasternak, of course, on a beautiful goal from Marshawn and Charlie McAvoy, and that tied it up. But Brandon Montour scored early for the Panthers, and Bertuzzi tied it up at 1-1. Matt Kachuk then puts Florida ahead 2-1. That's all in the first period. Now in the second period, where they're midway through, your uh, Boston Bruins have scored two goals. Pasternak on the power play to tie it, and then Brandon Carlo, unassisted. Carlo, not Monte Carlo. Was there a coach's challenge on the Boston goal now? Well, we'll keep, we'll keep you up to date. There's drip delays. There's no drip delays. The only place there's drip delays are like, uh, like in Minnesota. Remember when the old Metrodome, when the water would leak in the roof because they had that, that Teflon covering? I think that was before my time, Tony. Exactly right. Hey, Tony. Yes. If we get healthy, we are going to work up to auditioning for this. For what? Golden State Warriors, man. Yes, and just just think of this. Now, you know the PR guy of the Golden State Warriors, who tonight, of course, are playing in a game closeout. There's two potential closeout games, only two in the NBA tonight. And both teams, up 3-2, can close it out. And obviously, when you look at the situation in the NBA, you got the Lakers. The, the Golden State Warriors, obviously, are in a position to win and finish that uh, seat, that uh, that series, beating those... Uh, Wait, what's wrong with me now? I'm starting to fade, Robin. But anyway, the Golden State uh, the Warriors. Golden State Warriors I, I have it right here, Robin. The Golden State Warriors already underway, and the Warriors are already out to a lead, 35-23 at home tonight in, uh, in, in San Francisco. And it is 35-23. Later on, Memphis at the Lakers, and the Lakers also win away at home from advancing. So these are the final two spots in the Western Conference. The other playoffs are set. You know, we know who's going to play uh, in the NBA Eastern Conference semifinals and the other West. I mean, actually, both Eastern Conference semifinals are set. So if these two series end tonight, then tomorrow, believe it or not, they'll already start the conference semifinals. And so Kansas City, Kansas City, 
Golden State can knock them out. They're seven and a half point favorites tonight, so everybody's expecting them to knock them out. The Lakers try to take out the the Memphis Grizzlies. They're five point favorite tonight. But tomorrow, Saturday night, Phoenix at Denver in the West semifinals. They start in Denver, and the Denver Nuggets are two and a half point favorites in that first game. Miami at the New York Knicks will start on Sunday afternoon at four at the 1 p.m. on ABC. So Miami and the Knicks in one Eastern Conference semifinal. That starts Sunday. The Sixers and Boston Celtics in the other semifinal in the East. That starts on Monday night on TNT. The Celtics are seven-point favorites. Seven-point favorites over the six. Sixers on Monday night on TNT. And by the way, the Suns-Nuggets series will play game two on Monday night. So before the next conference championships begins in the West, the Suns will have already played two games before they start the other series in the Western Conference. So obviously, you know, the Lakers and the Warriors are not going to have a lot of time to rest. And the Phoenix Suns, obviously in Denver, got their series wrapped up. And so that's why they're resting and will play again. So here's the situation. Who do you like tonight? Now it's a three-point game. All of a sudden, the Warriors are behind. The Kansas City Sacramento Kings have taken the lead. So they're not going to go down easily. But will they go down? That's the, that's the big question tonight. You follow me, Robin? I am. Hey, I was trying to bring the fabulous Jim Siciliano. Jim, Jim from, from Cheltenham. What's happening? Oh, he, I think his... his um, I don't know what is going on with his computer, and I feel really bad because we want to hear him. Maybe he can come in through Twitter. I don't know, Robin. I don't know. I don't know. But um, let's go to one last person, uh, Peter Block. Oh, my man. Your man. My man with the plan. Nobody's had more computer problems. Than Jim. Than Jim from Cheltenham. And he's got new equipment. What the hell is going? Get, uh, what's his name on the phone? Not Elon Musk. He doesn't even answer my calls, and he still has me banned. Let's go to a man with a plan who doesn't ban his man, Tony Bruno. My man. Not a puppet for Putin, it says on there. (laughs) P-Block. Who put that up there? He did. Did you put that up on your screen? P-Block, of course, a former resident of Russia, but he's not a puppet for Putin. Right, right. Credit goes to you. You made that up. That, that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from you. <laughs> so I hope you don't mind. No problem. It's good to hear from you, man. Now, now you're, of Thank course, you. a New Thank York, you. New Jersey, uh, Connecticut area guy. So who are you rooting yeah. for tonight? You know, you got the Islanders up against the ropes. You got the Rangers yeah. up against the ropes in the local hockey action up there. And then, of course, you got, uh, you know, you got the Jersey Devils about to take out. Now, are you a devil? Are you a da- devil or ranger fan? What hockey team do you follow? Are the Islanders? Yeah, I, I mean, I like all three New York teams, but also I'm a Rangers fan, so that'll be like I'd like to see them win, but I'd like to see the Islanders win as well and continue. But you so, can't have it always. You're a t- are you being just a New York sports homer? No, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no I'm kidding. You can root for wherever you want. <laughs> I'm a weird fan, you know. I I gotta like the players, the owners, you know. Like I exactly. like the Rangers. I don't know about the ownership a little bit. Uh. 
Remember when the people used to question the Knicks ownership and now the Knicks all of a sudden got out of the first round in, what, 13 years since they won a, a playoff yeah. round in the NBA? I mean, it's hard to believe a franchise all- like the Knicks can go that long right. without making the playoffs. Right, New York, right? I mean, they had Phil Jackson, they had everything, and then they couldn't really do anything. Isaiah Thomas, you know, they had all these big names. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You know, you, know, you don't have to have that you know, that superstar big-name coach. I mean, no. you look at some of the coaching jobs, and you're like, you don't even realize these guys are coaching these teams. You're like, that guy's the coach? That guy's <laughs> the coach? Because, you know, Bidet, no, uh, you are a discerning fan. A discri- would you call yourself a discriminating fan, Peter? Paul, yeah. I, was, I, I mean, Paul, what I got, Peter? Right? I know you from Peter and Paul, well, not married them. Right? Close enough. How do I call him Paul? I don't know. I called him Peter. You did? Yeah, I did. That's fine. You put on pee blockage. We have we, we we were drinking beers together. I know at, at, yes. at, at spring training games. Oh, good. You know what? <laughs> you know what we can blame it on, Tony. What? The fact that you most likely um, have sleep apnea and you're not getting enough oxygen. I'm not to your getting brain. enough. I may not. have to start doing this show with an oxygen mask. I may have oh, to be yeah. like what's his name in uh, in that freaky movie uh, with, with the. Uh, What's the movie where he wore oh, a mask on? It was uh, Batman. It was no, with Bat- no, yeah. no, no. The one that was a sexy, freaky movie, a demented movie. Where not Debbie does Dallas. No, that's a different movie. Not Bane. Yeah, it, Bane it, from. No, that's- it wasn't Bane. It's the guy. Uh, damn, it's killing me. It's it's a really warped, dark movie. Not the lactate, not lactating Latina oh, six. Oh, are you thinking no, of no. The, the 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 murder guy that that came? Not nailing Palin. No, not see. People aren't helping me. <laughs> not massive meaty men seven. No, not nailing <laughs> <No>. Palin. <laughs> Would you like it? Was it, a, was it was a freaky Chianti, movie. Key, silence, not Silence of the Hams. Well, silence of the Lambs. The, not, the mask not ten on. inch ninja mutant ninja turtles. Ten <laughs> inch mutant one, ninja no. turtles. <laughs> not saving Ryan's privates. <laughs> <laughs> Not cocky for. What are you thinking of? It's 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 a it's a weird movie from the guy from Baltimore who writes all those weird movies and I can't think of it now. And it's the guy who died who used to live in Venice, great actor, but he played this freaky guy who would always like suck. Not serial mom. Not blow me Amadeus. Oh, he would pick up an he would pick up an oxygen mask and go like yeah, that. Yeah, he was oh, like a freaky dude. So he wasn't dude. wearing a mask. No, no, he oh, would okay. put it on to suck oxygen, not powder. This is going to kill me. I need I need help. Robin, you're a musical. You're you're not chicks with two dicks. Well, That's another movie. You you were not giving any good hints. You said because a man my head, with a my mask. brain is dead. It's uh, my it's my movie coasty combine not coasty uh, sucking oxygen. It's a it's a warped movie. Not lock stock, not uh, silence. No, it's not lock stocked and two smoking barrels. It's gonna it's gonna not no. No, it wasn't Gary Oldman. It's the other guy who was in a lot of the Peter Fonda movies back in the day. He's been in a lot of movies. He passed away a couple of years ago. But a great actor. Not Jay not Jay not uh, not, it's Peter not Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, it's the other guy. The 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 was... Not Jacob's ladder, no. Anyway, I'm sorry. Paul, I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna think of Peter, it. Peter, Paul, Mary, no, Peter. What's what? Do you, what's on your mind tonight, man? I don't want to keep uh, Easy Rider movie. It was Easy Rider. He was in it. Easy Dennis Hopper. D- yeah, Dennis. Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Now nobody gave me that. I just just came to my head. Dennis Hopper was in this movie, and he played this like really whacked out dude who was obsessed with this one woman. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. There you go. Ah. Thank you. Who gave it to you, Robin? 
I I gave it to me. You looked it up, I right? I looked it up. You looked up Dennis Hopper movies. Yes. Blue Velvet. Can you find it? Not Blue Balls Velvet. Now, can you find a clip from Blue Velvet? It's one of the most disturbing movies you'll ever see. And that's why I liked it. Anyway, now, NBA. Who are you rooting yes. for? I'm a Brooklyn fan because I'm from Brooklyn, but... Do you realize that they were Knicks. taken out in four straight games by the 76ers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, seriously, the, the coach, I don't think I don't think Jack Juan is, uh, is doing a good job. You know, I, I think that talent, that's a talented bunch of kids. That- Not anymore. I mean, that team was decimated. When, you know, well, from the day they picked up, former sixth grade, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name now. The dude uh, that Harden? can't play. Oh, Simmons. Yeah, yeah, Ben Simmons, total um, stiff. He no, hasn't contributed huge. anything. He's been trouble. And, you know, um, he started out. There was all this promise. But then they got rid of their best players. You know, you can't compete in New York in that market against the Knicks and, you know, and, and, and any other team in local sports and then basically give up. They gave up. They basically gave away their team. I mean, who were their stars? Well, I mean, Bridges is a good player. The two kids they got from Phoenix. Yeah, I like him. I like Michael Bridges, the Villanova kid. But they didn't have a lot around him, man. They lost four straight games. If you remember, he was drafted by the Sixers. His mother works for the Sixers. And then they traded him on draft day. Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember. Well, Michael, yeah, I remember Michael Bridges. Absolutely. (laughs) I saw him play locally at Villanova. Good player. He's had some problems, though, right? No, you're thinking of the other bridges, the one with Charlotte. This is the one from Phoenix. He's been good. There's not not Michael them. Bridges from Villanova. Yeah, no, this is the one. I think this is the one from Villanova. Is it Villanova, Jeff Bridges? I, I don't know. Is it Bo Bridges? Or is it, of course, <laughs> the dad, the great, great... Uh, the point uh, is they lost, right? Who they was the original? Split. Lloyd Bridges. Oh, oh, Lloyd. Don't forget Lloyd Bridges. Yeah, those are good actors. That's a good acting <laughs> family, right? <laughs> Let's talk about Florida and baseball somewhere. That was good. You know, and, of course, the that. best bridges of them all, London Bridge. Don't forget London Bridge. The London Brooklyn Bridge. Bridge. And then Brooklyn Bridge. That's right. Bridge right here, yeah. <laughs> Love the Brooklyn Bridge. Anyway, 5 nothing now, Texas over your New York Yankees. And, of course, you mm. saw another uh, little tweak injury for, uh, for Judge yet last night. Oh, really? It's not playing? No, he's not playing. And then, obviously, Jacob deGrom is pitching for Texas. Texas is at home. And you know what? They're a good team. You saw what they did to the Phillies in the opening series. I, I think they're one of those teams that a lot of people thought were going to be better. But uh, they're definitely playing better now. So and they got a lot of good talent on that team. Yeah, I thought Texas would be good. Yeah, I thought it will be a good team. By the way, we have an update. The Florida Panthers, ladies and gentlemen, are now – I thought the Bruins took a 3-2 lead. So they disallowed that goal? They must have disallowed that goal that put the Bruins on top three to two, as I gave that to you earlier. And then remember, there was a coach's challenge, and that one did not count. So then Alexander Barkov scored for your, I believe, a Russian friend. Now, are you familiar with? Are you? Do you know Alexander Barkov? They all know each other, Tony. I they talk every, to each other regularly on every, all Russians in the United States. I thought you were all like, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. Genghis Khan. Every person on, on the planet has the <laughs> DNA of Genghis Khan because, he, you know, he just yeah. basically raped and pillaged his way through entire continents back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're all related then, right? We're exactly all, uh, right, yes. Exactly right. <laughs> Hey, uh, I found the I found the clip that you wanted, Tony. Oh, we have the clip. This is we a do. clip. 
So I'm from Blue that. Velvet. Yes, let's 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 let Peter go. And then no, I, I want will, Peter to follow this. And uh, no, but then people won't get the full screen if we if we do it that way. So you I'm can't. Let, yeah, I'm gonna let Peter go, and it's time for us. Well, to- Peter, we appreciate you checking in, buddy. Yes. We'll talk to you again Thank next you week. Hit. Next week, Thank of course. You, so you know what next Friday night's going to be, right? On this show, Cinco no, de Mayo, baby. Oh, Cinco oh, de Mayo. You know what just happened? Bring your tequila. Bring your uh, cucarachas. You know what just happens to be oh, yeah. the one alcohol that you can drink as long as you drink it on straight Cinco de Mayo without on keto is tequila because it doesn't change your. Um, uh, blood sugar levels. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about next week hearing at the end of next Friday night show? Ay, papi, que rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. It's Cinco de Mayo, baby. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much, guys. Thank, thank you. We'll see you next Thank you, Thanks, Pete. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's go to... Let's go to Blue Velvet, one of the greatest movies ever made. One of the... If you're a real, real whack job and you like to watch this kind of freaky stuff late at night like I do. (laughs) Well, Tony likes to watch... Well, never mind. I like to watch everything. Let's go. I know. I'm trying, Tony. I have too many... Well, you keep telling me you have it. I have too many buttons. Why is it... Don't forget Todd Bridges, too, when we were talking... And the Bridges of Madison County. Yes. Thank you. You know who that is, right? Kyle, isn't that McLaughlin? Yes. Look at this. There it is. That's me. That's you? That's what I'm going to do. Mommy. That'll be me next Friday night. Does that mean that that's me? <laughs> <laughs> Lily just walked all over my keyboard again and knocked out the... No filter stream and my scoreboard at the same time. Baby wants to fuck. Get ready to fuck. You fuckers, fucker. You fucker. Don't you fucking look at me. Okay, this is disturbing. You never saw this movie, Robin? I have never watched it all the way through, no. So you're thinking about all these other fringe oxygen inhalers like Bane and uh, what's his name in The Silence of the Lambs. And who was the hot chick in there, Robin? Isabella Rosalini. That was Bella Rosalini, not Bella Bella Rosa. Isabella. Isabella Rosalini. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. Boy, what a way to finish out the show tonight, huh? Seriously. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody's kind of speechless. Blue like. Velvet. If you haven't seen that, it's, it's, uh, you know what the show was really tonight, Robin? I mean, when it all comes down, at the end of the day, as someone once said, and I hate that term, because the day always ends. <laughs> the end of the day, you know what happens, Robin? What's that, Tony? It becomes night. And you know what this show becomes? Turbocharge. Turbocharge. Exactly right. But in case you missed it this week, because I haven't really been paying attention to the news or watch TV at all, if you missed Joe Biden announced he is running for re-election in 2024, this is a quick compilation of what he said 
in that big announcement on Tuesday. The Bidens being a pop of a pop And on that note, cue the music, Robin. Because the last call is coming up next over most of yes, these it is. very beautiful no filter network stations. Well, not really stations. You log in and you you know how you do it. You go into nofilter.net, create an account. You don't have to pay. You don't have to send money. You give them your personal information, your social security number. And yes, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. I know. Harry Belafonte died Who this week, met. too. You met Jerry Springer. I don't know yes, if you I was Yes, I was in the audience at Jerry Springer with Mike Golick back in 1990, hanging out with uh, Steve, 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 Steve. <sighs> But you know who did live this week? At 90 years old, God bless her. I showed you pictures of her. I, I'm i sorry, I'm blanking. Carol Burnett. Oh, Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett yes. turned 90 this week. Wow. In the meantime, just try to stay healthy, stay alive, enjoy life. Don't take everything too seriously. Just try to have fun like we do. You know, you get health issues, you deal with them. You're still alive, you wake up every morning, you go to sleep at night. That's all that matters. Your family, your kids, your grandkids, none of the political bullshit, none of that noise. Just remember, don't drink and drive until next Friday night when it's Cinco de Mayo, which is another national amateur night. No, don't drink and drive night. No, it's another national amateur night, like, like St. Patrick's Day, like the night before Thanksgiving. We got to stop with these stinking, fake drinking holidays. Yes, but still, if you're going to drink, get a designated driver, get exactly. an Uber, rent a limo, whatever exactly. you can afford, or stay home and drink like we're going to do. Thanks to all of our friends out there, all of our regulars, all the new people who join us every week. Don't forget, you can catch us on any podcasting app. You won't find me on Twitter, but you'll find me on Spotify. Anything you need to find me, Facebook, maybe every once in a while, Instagram, if I want to take my shirt off. CastBox, what is that? Napster, OnlyFans. And we'll see you all on the flip side, ladies and gentlemen, on the last call. Thanks, Miss Robin, and everybody else. Remember, don't drink and drive, don't text and drive. And God bless America. It is still the greatest country on earth. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hi. Good night, everybody. Drivers stay at night and never lose their tempers, but are always most polite. Good night to everybody we have named before. Just make a rhyme for yourselves. We don't know anymore. Good night, everyone. You've earned your daily bread. Good night and so to bed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.